What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Moore. Aloha. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Was that for in honor of the new Pokemon? That was in honor of yes. the new Pokemon. Nicely, Nicely done. Catch. Nicely, Nicely done. It's because yeah. I just recently listened to nice. the last episode. That's what I was going to say. I knew that because of the moment with Mogan. And I yeah. wasn't there for the moment See, of Mogan. You're... So that was <laughs> like me. Right, you were. I wasn't. I left. And that I was had like to yell me. at you about it. <laughs> I know. I was like listening to the moment of Mogan for the first time. And I was actually, this is news that I would like this to hear. This is a scene. <laughs> it was actually a, I try to a, keep you people informed. I know. I know. I didn't know it took place on a pseudo Hawaiian island or whatever. Yeah, no, it's a real change of pace. It's yeah, going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. the slower pace of island life. That's the kind of game I'm looking for. Yep. Yep. I'm actually. Yep. Uh, that's probably when I'll get a Nintendo Do it. 3DS. Because they got to release a special edition for it. Like with the uh-huh. new starters and whatnot, it, they have to. I hope they do. You were giving a lot of crap to Poplio, the, yeah, the, the seal. ugly seal lion one. What? What's the deal Gross. with that? I hate him. Don't think he's I think he's attractive. dumb looking. No. Really? I choose my Pokemon entirely the... based on aesthetic. What? So yeah. the fact that he's ugly at starting point is like a deal breaker. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It's hard. The, and the owl Pokemon is the only one that is Rowlet. now flight and grass, which yes. has never happened at before. At this stage. Right, so usually your stage. starters are never dual type when they're at their youngest evolution. But then later, I think Greninja, actually, one of my faves, right. does wind up being dual type. So did a lot of them. Which was, from the drunk episode, true that Greninja was not in the last, <laughs> or in the early in the installments yeah, of the Smash Bros. That's installments. all right. Yeah, no, no, yeah I want to say, I, I say the only Pokemon that are in that one are... Jigglypuff? <laughs> Please don't make Cody any more mad. Okay, he fine. already hates he us. No, Zakario's in there as well. Yeah. Well, he's not from Pokemon, so. What? What is no. he? No, he's from his own franchise, I think. Ooh. No, that's not true. I'm just Seems like I was going to say, that's know. like our Mewtwo ripoff. <laughs> I mean, I knew Mewtwo was in it, right? Isn't no. he unlockable? In a, no. in a later one, I in think. In the later ones, yes. Yeah. What, in Smash Bros? Yeah. Yeah, in the most recent Brawl, right? right. Yeah. 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 You can be Pikachu for a while. Yeah, you can be Pikachu since N64. Yeah. yeah. Well, He's a good character. He is a great character. It's a he, so right? So darn cute. I think so. Well, it depends on what type you catch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fun. But ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, this is Team Chat Podcast, where we three sit around this table and we talk about video games and why we love them. We'll take questions. And you can do that by emailing us at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, following us on Twitter at teamchatpodcast, sending us comments or questions there. You can like our Facebook page and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. But we will talk about games through top three lists, open discussion, recently debates. Ah, yes. We had a debate in our last episode. And sometimes just, you know, just random crap. The debate of all debates. Yes. Which is better, Xbox we never, One or PS4? Check we, it out in our last episode if yeah, you haven't yeah. listened to it. Who before. won? And they never, we never mentioned PC. Only oh, it's not even like part of the well, debate. No. I mean, because I just, <laughs> I mean, most of the games that we're talking about, PC. you can. I don't either. I mean, most of the games, <laughs> most of the games you can play on the on the console, you can play on the PC too. I know they're separate. Right. I mean, I probably am the most that dabbles in computer based gaming, but I play them yeah. on my Mac because I don't have a PC and you know, Civilization stuff like that. But whatever. All I've got is a laptop that cannot handle it. <laughs> like any game that's more than casual gaming <laughs> cannot does not compute. Yeah, can't do like it. Online chess, right? That's about <laughs> it. My, Minesweeper? <laughs> casual gaming. So before we get into it and everything, we did have one question. Um, but before we get into that, I want to talk uh, about something we were talking about before. Inception. A couple things before 
we uh, move on to the thing. We so before we started recording, we were watching all of um, the because today it's out Overwatch. Oh, it comes out in you the, know in a week from now. Yeah, we're recording this the Tuesday before. So when right. you're listening to this, Overwatch is out. Wow, I gotta get it. What am I doing here? You need- <laughs> I, I should be it. playing. I should be playing right now. <laughs> and so we were watching before we started recording all the animated shorts that we got that they were putting out. Uh, so far, they've released. There might be new ones by the time you listen to this, but so far Probably they so. had the Recall, Alive, and Dragons shorts, shorts, and everything. And my God, they're excellent. Really good. Like I'm I want them away. to make a show. We would watch yeah. a whole show about it. Like, I would. Uh, yeah. And I feel like it could be actually a successful show. I watched it for, so I watched it for the first time last night. It was on like a, it was on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I'll 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 see what this is. It's a little trailer, and I had no idea like what I was getting into. I think I watched Dragons first. Nice. And uh, I was like, wow. I mean, just talking about when we were watching, I love how. They're creating a, this story already. Like they're right, already right. building backstory for the different characters, and and I'd like live for this. Like I, I don't want to like overhype it, but this game for me seems like it's going to be right up my alley. Yeah, it yeah. seems kind of. It looks a lot of fun. It does, and all those shorts are great. And yeah, we watched um. What was the other one? The with the two women fighting Tracer uh, and the other girl, Alive, Alive. Alive. Widowmaker and Tracer. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like there's going to be real story mode that. Yeah, happens that one, as well. That one looks was really good too, and I also like the one with Winston, the big gorilla. Uh, we yes, yes. We, had, we didn't want to get Logan to that one. Didn't I didn't, didn't see, see that, that one yet. yet. Hold on, I gotta let the dog out. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Jared, Jared, Jared. Don't date yourself. Yeah. Now people will know <laughs> was, how old was, you are. I was like four when that came out. <laughs> Ooh, dated himself. Uh, here so they good. are. Thought we were. Old, ancient, aged scholars. <laughs> Although, if it makes you feel any better, I owned that CD. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I owned that was, CD, too. It was bad. A lot of people did. So, no. So, Overwatch. It looks awesome. Overwatch looks really great. Really good job. I really want to play it, too, uh, and get it on that set, because... I mean, the, dem- the, 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 the little I played of the beta, I liked a lot. Yeah. I didn't get to play the beta. I'm behind. Yeah. I know. Because you didn't have your brand new spanking console time, yet. So let's talk about I that. Do. Yeah. Right how much on. have you so filled had, with regret? You've had a, a little while to play with your new shiny PS4. My beautiful special white edition PS4. I, know. I was so surprised you were able to I get I ran those. all yeah, around town cool in flash flood weather, and I was like, I am going to get the one I want. Yep. If I'm getting a PlayStation 4, I'm going to at least get the one that I actually want. Did you really have to go to multiple stores? I did. How I went far did you have to go? stores um so i started at the one Texas. that's closest to you yeah just just louisiana wasn't that far wasn't that far just a small road trip <laughs> no i started Pack here and then i went way up north and then i wound up back in the middle oh huh. god that's so, so i went to like three where'd you end up getting it from the one the GameStop that's like off of Ben 35? White? No, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I passed that. Oh, and yeah. I came in and I was like, please tell me you have a white PS4. And they were like, holy crap, we do. Wow. No one asks for it. And I was like, gimme. <laughs> Mine. And they were like, finally. <laughs> Put your hands up. <laughs> it's a robbery. <laughs> this is a robbery. I also got, so Jarrett was so kind enough to lend me some of his games, huh. uh, none of which I decided to play. I decided <laughs> <laughs> All of which actually are not good. <laughs> I just discarded. I actually decided to get Dishonored. Because okay. way I the more I see of Dishonored two, the more I like the look of just the game itself. So right. I was like, I better play the beginning one before Dishonored two comes out later this year. I've actually got some stuff on my list for the moment with Mogan oh, later about exciting, that. Exciting. But that's not until later. And um, so I love it, Dishonored, but I'm 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 bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'm just, I'm really terrible. <laughs> That's the one where you have like powers. Yeah, you right? have powers and you can play the game. I like the, the free ranging ability of play the way you want to. Yeah. Like you can be very aggressive or you can be very like passive and stealthy. Uh-huh. And I never managed to do either well. Like I'm, I didn't either. That, like I'm in the I'm in the middle yeah. when I when I when I play it. I need to go back and play it again. Yeah, because like after you it, finish but... each mission, it gives you like a breakdown of how you did. And if you like go on a rampage, like I guess that's fine. Or that if you hurts don't the kill, end game. Yeah, yeah, it hurts the end game. It makes the ending more dark. Which I guess if you're trying to like oh, be cool. the bad guy, that's fine. I'm not. <laughs> I think we all know that's not yeah. my goal. So I'm like, oh, is it if hard I could, to be the yeah. good guy? it is actually because a lot of the times, like if enemies notice you uh-huh. you either have to run away or if you can't run away you have to fight them uh, like yeah. there's no way they that all you just can swarm really you. yeah and they'll just swarm you so like the best thing is to just never be detected and like choke people out from behind or shoot them with sleep darts mm. like to make sure that they just don't I see didn't realize you. stealth was that important in the it's, game. Yeah. it's you could play it's the big. whole game every time i see like clips it's always like big no. powers happening. my goal well, is because to not people have figured out people. how to how to like combine the powers and like really ridiculous ways like yeah. i saw somebody a video one time because you can get like these uh like mines trip mine kind of things uh-huh. and he slowed the player slowed time which oh, so you, can, you do. can do that you can yeah, slow yeah. time placed one of the trip mines on a rat <gasps> that was moving by oh my god and the rat like moved and went off and wound up like killing three dudes all at one time Ooh, i like stuff <laughs> oh, like that so it was awesome but i was like how I would never think. Wait, of doing was that, that a spring razor? The one that yes, like yes, shri- yes, yes. oh, okay, gotcha. I actually haven't used spring razors yet. Yep. Since I'm trying to not kill people, I'm like a thing that explodes and kills everything within its radius. Seems like a bad probably isn't idea. what I yeah, should be doing. You shouldn't yeah. be close to that. And so I've had to actually. I'm trying really hard to like play the game on like passive mode. Yeah. So I keep restarting the same missions to be like, okay, this time I'm not going to kill anybody. Oh, I just keep going. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm to that point now. So like the first mission <laughs> I was like, well, I managed to not kill six people. That's good enough. It's <laughs> better than most. We're moving on. So now I'm on like really just mission two. So you've and only been playing Dishonored, really. Yeah, I've only been playing Dishonored just this weekend. And well, I like it a whole lot. Let me back up. Is the white PS4, how rare? Is that like a rare thing? It was a I thought it was only edition, a special right? edition, like you could yeah. only get it at launch, but apparently I was wrong. Because you, yeah, you sent us a picture via text. Yeah, it's around. beautiful. Like, that it's pretty. I'll post it some to the Facebook page. Yeah, it's totally so should. gorgeous. It's pretty. It yes. looks really nice because like none of my other gaming consoles are white. So it's like this is, this is awesome. That's nice. nice yeah. White is out. nice. Yeah. My entertainment center is black too, so it really pops. Oh, nice. very yes. cool. Nice. Draws the eye. Books next yeah. to it yeah. maybe. I don't have know? the stand yet though. They were like, oh, stand read. sold. Stand. That's right. I don't read. read. This is my bookshelf. <laughs> read for chumps. So, wait, isn't quote. that my catchphrase? Yeah. Last is time it we reading were saying, is for chumps or books are for chumps? Books are for chumps. Books are for chumps. No, you know what reading is for chumps. A okay, book is an object. Okay. Reading is a thing that you do. Reading, reading is for, is for chumps. chumps. Okay. Ironically, one of the things I love most about Dishonored is reading all the books in the game. Are there a bunch of books you in there? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to read. And I will take my time and be like, there's a book. There's uh, a book. Just take an hour? There's a book. <laughs> just <gonna> read <laughs> the story. Pull up a cozy chair. And sit sometimes down. I come across That's a book like I've read before and I'm like, this game. Look at them cutting corners. Yeah, jeez. Gotta make a new book for every room. Anyway, so it's going good. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Glad you're enjoying it. The next one I want to get is Until Dawn. Oh, yeah, Ooh, I heard that was good. Yeah, yeah, I, heard. That was I almost good. did, but that was at a different store, and I was like, no, I want to make just one big purchase at one store. So Yeah, it's a good way to go about it. 
I had to use my real adult credit card. Ooh. Yeah, that was scary. That is terrifying. Now I owe. I'm buyers, in debt. Did you, have, you didn't have buyer's remorse when you left. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> but then you opened it and we're like, just oh, that looks great. And then pretty. I got it home and I set it up and I was like, yes. Totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Well, you guys have fun. We will. Oh, no, we just will. wait. Cross platform will be here before you know. <laughs> True. It. Okay, so before we get into the topic of the show, we did have one question from our good friend Brandon, and he asked, "What was? We'll just do one, and we'll do this really quick. Okay, so we can get jump because I have a feeling this topic might be a little long today. Yeah, I we'll know. try to keep. We'll I try know. to keep it tight. I'm worried. I'm worried. We'll try to keep it already, tight on the time. I know we've already been like blabbering <laughs> <laughs> on. We're already an hour behind. <laughs> uh, but Brandon asks us. What is a most disappointing game? Uncharted, the first one. <laughs> Brief synopsis as to why. It was lame. I found that hard to believe, but like... No, like I didn't... So it was billed to me as being this game that was high on exploration, really similar to Tomb Raider, would have a lot of like explorer's value. And even though there is technically an explorer mode, if you play the game on regular mode, it's just so repetitive. Oh. It's, oh, go here, kill a bunch of guys. Oh, then there's more guys. Kill them too. Oh, then there's more guys. You got to kill them. Oh, then you're in a Jeep. Then you kill more guys. Oh, and guess what you get to do here? You kill more guys. And it was so, it was, it was the same, the same, the same, the same. I didn't feel that any of the levels stood out. I was so underwhelmed. Really, the only thing that was interesting about it was when you finally get to like the subterranean part where the mutant cursed people are or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's finally at least a little bit scary. But even then it was just waves and waves and waves and waves. And I was uh -oh. like, oh, okay. So it's the same thing. Just, it looks different. So I was totally underwhelmed. Well, now, wow. now that you have the, the PS4 and you can get the Nathan Drake collection can. and you can play the further ones, I'll be interested to see how you feel. Because they're on four right now, right? The yeah. fourth just fourth came out. One and it's it the last one. great reviews. Oh, it's it's supposed excellent. to be amazing. I just think that people are wrong all the yeah. time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's possible. Mm, You'll have to play it and find out. Yeah. I do already have the second one. So oh, nice. Presumably cool. I can work my way up. But God, why would I want to sink more time into that? Yeah, <laughs> Based Mogan said on she the cursed one. Good. She told yeah, uh, me before I the podcast. I want those hours back. She wants those this hours back. This is a back. game that I actually finished. I finished this one. And ripped I finished the game. And I had off. this feeling of, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> now, is, is the first Uncharted famous for not being up to par with I think the other I've ones? I've heard that. Really? I think I've heard the first no, one good. was like, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. the second then one better. was was better. Third mm -hmm. one was great. Mm -hmm. And apparently mm -hmm. this fourth one is outstanding. Okay. Well, so, okay. All right. at, least at least they're, they're getting they built better. Up. They built <laughs> on themselves, yeah. Yes, so, yes. What is your most disappointed game? Uh, is it Fusion Frenzy? Uh, Fusion Frenzy? No, no. <laughs> well, and on to that, other that, things. That, so that hit the start talking about at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I start talking about it, no one's going to listen, right? Uh, probably, no. uh, I, I mean, I don't buy a lot of games that I'm disappointed by, but Red Steel was a pretty shitty game. I remember, oh, I remember that. seeing that one and being like, that looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. I was super excited. Because it was like excited. sword and shooting. And I was like, sword oh, this is exactly shooting. what. I forgot for it was the for the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. They're going to do make me feel like I'm shooting and swinging a sword. Yep. And that yep. nope. just was not the case. What's funny it really is Skyward Sword did a pretty good job of that. <laughs> yeah, ironically. <laughs> ironically. Um, yeah, it was clunky. Not good map design. I don't. To be fair, wasn't it one of the first? It games was, that came and out I'll be, and I'll give it some slack because yeah. you know it was, was early. The past is the past, and I think <laughs> it was just like, hey, this might work. You know, I don't. No one really knew how to yeah. use the Wii when right. it came out. It no was one, a test, except for Twilight Princess was the only one that utilized it like yeah. properly. Yeah, yeah. And then Mario Galaxy and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Red Steel sucked, and but that was a game <laughs> I bought, and it was it was a disappointing game for sure. I was I was just and I tr and I tried to like it. I was like, oh, I know. No, do, I, you don't know, you always do that? Yeah, you always do. That you buy, you're like, ah, oh, no, this is fun. I'm gonna find a way to like this. <laughs> yeah, and at the my end of the day, like, make it rewarding. Watching me, like, this game sucks, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, man, no. <laughs> you don't get it. 
<laughs> and then finally you're like, it sucks. <laughs> you're right. This isn't good. <laughs> try to fight the tide. <laughs> yeah, you do your best. Mine, I would have to say, the, the one that I can think of fastest off the top of my head is probably Resident Evil 6. Ooh, mm, I okay. Never, okay. Didn't, didn't I know I've talked it. about it a little bit before, so I won't go into super crazy detail about it. But basically, it just... It, it introduced some new things which I liked that the fact that you could move and shoot was huge. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so awesome because they added this in. But just how they framed the story and everything was lame. Really? Because another thing that they pumped it as was that you're going to be able to play as all these different characters. Chris Redfield, uh, Ava... Crap. Wong? Ava Wong, I believe? I think so. And... Um, a couple other characters, and you were gonna, and you were gonna play, and their stories were gonna mm-hmm. were gonna intersect, and all this stuff. But you would get to, oh, and Leon Kennedy, mm-hmm. Leon S. Kennedy, and and so they were like, oh, you're gonna get to play as all these people, and everybody was like, yes, we get to play as Leon again because he, you know he was He's so awesome best. in Resident Evil Four and all this stuff. And then, but you get playing, and you wind up when they say the stories intersect. Yeah, they weren't lying; they intersect at bosses. And so you wind up playing the same boss like uh, that's three times, like two, yeah. at least twice. And then later Resident Evils didn't have the same feel of the Resident Evil that I'm used to for GameCube. They, they're right, very much right. more actiony and less atmosphere. They very much driven. veered away from the from the traditional right. vein of the series, yeah. which people got really pissed about. Like I know people I hated Five. Yeah, I liked. Five. Is that the one when you're in Africa? Or yeah, yeah. And it's just I liked like, Five. I thought Five it? was fun. Okay, but too then, much change is bad. Yeah, it's but bad. then Six <laughs> Six took it and built on it more, and everyone was like, "No, do not like this." Yeah, this well, really maybe sucks. Return, when, what's the last Resident Evil that came out? Was six, it six, isn't it? No, well they've had a couple. Six is the first is the last one of the series. They've had uh, a couple ones come out after it. They had this like. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, and then... Mm-hmm. Um, then they had the remakes. Crap. Yeah, they had the remakes come out, but then they had this other... Um, it was like a little uh, spinoff series of it that actually was received fairly well, mm-hmm. and the name of it is eluding me. Well, they need to return um, back to the But apparently, that's what I've stuff, heard. With Seven, the, the, they're planning uh-huh. Seven, and Capcom has said it's going to go back to more of a scary survivalist awesome. other than action. Awesome. So I'm going to get that. Hopefully, it will it will work out well because I don't actually think I finished six because I started playing as Ava Wong and she was the fourth character you got to play as, and I was just like, at least you knew to stop. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I stopped like Uncharted Mogan. when I, I had the chance. I can't <laughs> like I, I don't want to go fight back and refight the same bosses again that I've already fought. So. That was that was my disappointing game. See okay. repetition, man. Just like Uncharted, you got to keep it fresh. You, you do. Keep it gotta fresh. keep it. Got to keep it interesting. <laughs> All right. So with that, it is now time to jump into our topic. And as a warning for this episode, for anyone, Jared's going to cry. We're going to tell you up front what each of our topics. Not at, not right now, but as we get to them, we will not leave you guessing as to the game because what we're going to be talking about in this one is our favorite gaming moments or moments that really stood out to us. And not as a brief generalization, like, oh, this game was really fun. Like, I really enjoyed the feeling I got from it. It's, like, the detailing the moment in the game. So, because of that, there are going to be spoilers. Spoiler alerts. Yeah. It's going to be a fairly spoilery episode. I think all of our games are fairly, are a couple years old, so it's not like we're going to go and... And, uh, All mine are old. <laughs> mine, are, mine are within the last few years. Only one of mine is in within the last few years. So we'll give you warning. So if you want to be, if you want to skip that certain topic, we will say, hey, we're spoilers. Give you time to shut it off. And we'll figure out some way to put in here. Like, skip to this time. <laughs> you can skip this segment. I'll Two figure, of mine are like, I'll no, figure that no out need to even preface by saying they're spoilers. doesn't matter. Okay. Only one of mine, maybe, if you haven't played it. All mine are like the ends. 
of games. Oh, well. So, well, like, that's why you're prefacing this so hard. Right? I'm like, what? well, I mean, that's that's what hit me the most. My out. I've actually got like a beginning, a middle, and an end for each of them. So you guys like, are actually yes. probably going to find out the ending on a couple games. So, yeah. hope, right. like, maybe I'll turn this off. Gonna, <laughs> maybe I don't want to listen. Well, you can leave if you want to. If you want, if you want to maintain the Door's integrity right there, this buddy. much, <laughs> so hopefully no one cares. I've accepted that I might have something spoiled, and that's okay. It's, or why, why are you looking at me? I don't know. I don't I'm think just, you're going to play any of these games. you guys have PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could GameCube. Okay, fine. I might spoil stuff for you guys, but whatever. So actually, so I think we decide before we go, I'm going to kick this one Jared's off. Because go Jared never goes first. Ah, it's true. It's been a while. Special today. So Jared, tell us. So my third game, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, wait a few seconds. It is for Valiant Hearts, The Great War. I mentioned this one briefly in our episode about mobile games. Mm. Because I played this one on my phone, actually. So this is very an interesting one that it and it, you can play it on other platforms. But I played it on my phone, and which so it surprises me a little bit that this one has made my list. But so the very so quick background on this one: you it takes place during World War One in France before the Americans are involved in the war, and it's just a it's a more of a puzzler game. Uh, it has a very like cartoonish style set to it. It's, and it's very, it's also, even though it's about war, it's also lighthearted. Like, you know, there are a couple of like chases that are set to classical music, like popular classical music themes mm-hmm. and everything that make cool. it kind of feel a little bit more lighthearted than it, what, than what the subject matter would allow. <laughs> what but do you anyway. mean by popular classic? Like, like Beethoven? Yeah. Just really like, um, now of course I'm, I'm or like vintage Taylor Swift. What kind no, of no, popular no, 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 classic no, 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 are we talking no, about? No, like 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 classical <laughs> Beethoven, <laughs> vintage Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 classic. No, no, none of that. Classic. None of that. But anyway, so you play as three different characters: Emile, who is a who is a farmer from France; um, Freddie, who is an American soldier who comes over to fight, the, who joins the French to fight for them; and Anna, who is a nurse from Belgium. And so along the, how this starts off is Emile, Emile's daughter is married to Carl, a, who is a German. And so when the war starts, France deports a bunch of Germans and therefore they depart Carl. But so Emile joins, is also conscripted or he joins or something to try to find Carl's something like that. I'm a little fu- hazy on those details. Wait, does he join the German army? No, he joins oh, the French okay. army. I was about to say, whoa. He joins the French army. And so through course of events, you, you know, you are able to find Carl and you get to, and all this stuff and you rescue him. Carl. <laughs> Damn it. I know. Carl. 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 Also a very emotional, emotional times. <laughs> so anyway, you're going through this game and you're, and you're rescuing Carl. And the whole point is, you know, Emil, like Emil writes back to his, to his daughter. He's like, you know, he's sending her updates and it's a very, very heartfelt story. And emotionally driven story. And so, you know, given this tone of this game, you would not expect the ending to take the twist that it does. But Carl is injured in a battle. And it's just so happens Emil is, is there as well. And he is able to rescue him. And, and he is because of his injuries and everything he's sent home and is able to return back to Emil's, Emil's daughter. But Emil is still in the war. He's still in. And he is then taken, uh, 
as part of the campaign, he is part of the, uh, I wrote it down, the Nivelle Offensive, which was apparently a very bloody battle and all that, and lots of casualties on each side. And the French officer that Emile is under starts ordering, you know, the soldiers to keep going, press on, press on, even though people are just being slaughtered all around him. And Emile's like, this is madness. This war is terrible. You know, I'm not, not going to watch these men be slaughtered as pigs. And so he hits this officer in the head with a shovel to, to knock him out. This is all on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's actually crazy. like, right? It's, 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 it's engaging. <laughs> it's a, it was an engaging story. Again, well, I was like, wow, this is awesome. I probably really should have included it on my list of favorite, mo- of favorite mobile games. Yeah. Wait, was it sounds... on your list? No, it wasn't. It was like an honorable did mention that I thought that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so Emil hits the officer on the head to knock him out. And so that he can be, all the men could be like, okay, we're not going to have to do this. But he winds up killing the officer, actually. Oh, and shovels, man. And he's court, be careful. And he's court-martialed. Oh. And, <laughs> and uh, sentenced to be executed and is executed by firing squad. Oh, Wait, man. Does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't show it. It doesn't show it. But like it's implied, and like you you see the stuff, and he like writes this letter, this heartfelt letter to his daughter about uh-huh. like how terrible war is, and that he hopes Carl and and Burke and Carl, Carl, Carl. live on. Uh, can find happiness, but yeah, like I was just it it, it hits my list as like a, a, a favorite moment. You guys are assholes for laughing so much about this. I just I just I'm, I well I'm just so struck by the amount of depth that's in. Like I just see you on your couch, like look at your phone. Like Sam's probably like, oh, he's texting somebody. No, and you're, like, like, you're like, jeez, Louise, like Emil, no, you have no idea. I'm laughing at how much his depth is involved in this game. On no, your phone. I mean, and like I said, you could play it. I think you could play it on the PS4 and the way or, you or, said. Yeah, to and me when I said that really happened, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, man. It's true. It's true. This is this is a true life thing. But it was just so, uh, just like, and again, because I was like, the, I had been used to playing this, and I was like, oh, it's a light puzzler game. It's got this <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's got this yeah. depressing. <laughs> it really kind of was, and I was like, fuck, I'm sad. I'm sad now. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, that's wild. And just for the, for the medium that I was playing it on. Uh, the kind of the twist of how it was, like the kind of like you know heart wrenching like knife in the chest, yeah, <laughs> twisted yeah. around a little bit. I was like, damn. Specifically, a lot of bullets in your chest. Actually. I know, really, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chest. yeah. Firing squad. It's and a so bitch. that's how it ends, and that's and that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. So it is. So you get to be these three different people. Is Emil's arc kind of the last one? No, they all intersect. So like oh, you'll okay. be Emil. Okay. You start off as Emil, and then you'll be uh, Freddy for a oh, while. Okay. Then you'll be gotcha. Anna, but then you'll switch back to Freddy, and then back to Emil. And the game does that switch for you like yes you don't yes it's okay. not like you have okay. a quick a quick access menu and you're like i'm gonna be freddy now so what happens <laughs> what, in what the game immediately to? after your meal like what's the segue there there's like a cutscene. Oh, okay and yeah. then does it go right back to like lighthearted happiness and are you just really not prepared for that or is it does it continue no, the, on with the that story the tone? arch the arc near the end does get darker so you kind of feel like at first i was like uh, oh everyone's gonna go home happy kind of thing and then mm-hmm. like near as that final episode ended and everything i was like oh carl got this to is go like, home happy i know this is this is going a little dark mm-hmm. well fascinating yeah. i kind of want to play it you should you check but it out i'm sure it's ending. probably pretty well, I, I see this the the why you preface with the spoiler yeah, yeah that's a lot of that's spoilers. a big spoiler yeah. it is I mean, that's such a twist. Sorry, mine are big spoiler <laughs> things because that's like. Thanks. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you guys picked this topic to go along with it. There's you be all some allowed spoilers. it to happen. <laughs> this is all your fault. 
All right, so who wants to, who wants to go? <laughs> Who's going next? Zach, you're go ready, next? right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Zach's yeah. ready. Boy, I'm ready. ready. I'm Absolutely right. ready. I guess we should go clockwise. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Um, my number three for memorable gaming moments. Uh, first of all, I could you you got you joked earlier over Facebook chat that I was going to do a Halo <laughs> and Halo and Halo for my top three. Uh, I just easily assumed it was <laughs> difficult was not to do that. I will say so many of my moments would come from Halo. And to be uh, fair, there's five games and then some. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of content so like, yeah, there. Yeah. The yeah. just high that I'm going to yeah. land in Halo. But I uh, obviously I have so many other games that I could choose from, and so I have. Um, my number three then comes from Elder Scrolls, not Oblivion, oh. but Skyrim. Oh, okay. And I know I've talked about both. I've, yeah. I'm not sure when I talked about Skyrim specifically, what episode. But yeah, I see sure it in the, in the picture. I think you used... Oh, we were talking about side quests. Side quests, oh. we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, and is, it, it, That's a fun topic. That was a really good topic. <laughs> now yeah. I remember what fun. Zach was talking about. Thanks it was, like, up. horrible. Yeah, it was frightening, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you it beat was. the priest in the cage. Oh, oh, oh terrible. Yeah, 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 terrible. Yeah, it's very memorable, very memorable. Um, this... Uh, I've talked about Skyrim with you guys before and on the podcast. I think it's a lesser game than Oblivion, the other Elder Scrolls I have played. Right. A lesser game. Because Oblivion is yeah. in your it's top quite a condemnation. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. And I stick by it. And uh, it's Skyrim, I think, it, for the most part, wasn't. it's not a boring game by, by any sense, but it's just not the most difficult game. and It's not the most... Um, it didn't have the same quiet, subtle magic that that Oblivion had. It's so much more in your face. And I remember, I think I explained it as like Skyrim's like beating on an orc skin drum with bones. And yeah. Oblivion's like playing a flute in a, in a tree. Or something. <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah. analogy yeah. I think I used. And, um, but there is a moment in Skyrim that I really, really loved. And I kind of knew I was going to love it. I was so excited to do it because in the Elder Scrolls games, you have a plethora of options to, to join different guilds, to do different qu- main quests or side quests or what have you. But one of the best guilds that anyone that's played the Elder Scrolls know is the Mage's Guild. And that is like the magician's wizard uh, clan, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you will. But, it, but it's, a, it's a school, and there's one in Oblivion, and there's one in Skyrim. The one in Skyrim is the College of Whiterun. And the College of Whiterun... I guess it must be near Whiterun, now that I'm thinking about it. But <laughs> that would make sense, <laughs> you know, given the name. But I, w- I just would have assumed it was an arbitrary name. <laughs> <laughs> just pick two words. But I'm trying to think. Whiterun and Skyrim, and I might be mistaken, is like de- destroyed. It's like not there. It's like, sure. like a crater. <laughs> sure like right. no, <laughs> just a hole. Just no. hole. <laughs> it's like, you know, crater. just burnt houses. I, I think. I think there's like shacks... Um, I just remember walking to a small village up to the college. And so I know where the college is. You, you Like the Elder Scrolls game, this is not on your map at the beginning. You have to go find it. Right. And you kind of make your way there by talking to strangers. Like, oh, you go this way and what have you. And so that alone is really exciting because this College of Whiterun has kind of been ostracized from the rest of Tamriel or at least from the city of Whiterun. Cause they think there's a big feud that happened earlier before you are like implemented in the game that there was a lot of distrust between the... I don't, what, the mages of White Run and the rest of the world, kind of. There's something something okay. happened. The whole world, well, not just the like town, town like, everybody. I, I I'll, let's just keep it within for White Run right okay. now. But I do know there's a lot of distrust for them when mm-hmm. you get there, and it's one of the more beautiful buildings. Coming up to it, you you come up this stone stairwell. Morgan's going to Google the College of White Run. You know Run. how I feel about Winterhold. Aesthetics. Maybe it's Winterhold. 
What's the actual name? Get your damn facts right. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, Winterhold. <laughs> there we go. God, I've been saying Whiterun. That's why it didn't make sense to me. Wait, that wasn't even the right thing. No, nah, it's You're the right College of Winterhold. Winterhold, Winterhold. Excuse me. Amendments. Wow. That, was, that was a lot of mistakes in the last like, five our minutes. Fact checker, Brandon? Oh, they're not going to like that. They're going to be like, that's really oh, going to eat you alive. Okay. You might as well quit for the rest of this Winter episode. Is this the snow level? Well, it's the all, Skyrim is, is snowing MO. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it is my MO. Um, he loves that snow. There's a huge, beautiful, like, uh, stone staircase going up to it, and then a very long bridge. There it oh. is. And oh, it kind of okay. stands on its own, yeah, on that yeah. big rock. It's very pre- beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I got there, and it was nighttime, and the stars were out, <sighs> and you meet the person that basically allows access or grants you access into it, and you have to perform a certain magic trick to show that you are, like, you know, of skill enough to get a in. A worthy yeah. mage. Yes. And what I Gotta liked... pass the entrance, entrance exams. You got to. And what I liked most about coming to this university to study magic, if that isn't already cool enough, it's like going to Hogwarts. <laughs> you know, it's really exciting. And it's always like an exciting thing to do. There's nothing that dramatic that initially happens. You go down the quest line and uh, there's a huge story that is really fascinating. But getting there for the first time... You're just meeting people, you get your living quarters, you get your clothes, you get all these things. And Elder Scrolls does a really good job of making that experience feel very authentic and personable and kind of special. You yep. know, it's it's very cool. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, I'm showing it again. Like yeah, it. look how yeah, it's very, epic, but also yeah, a little, good. A little, a little good scary. You yeah, know? this is good you imagery. Can why, you can see why people like might have been nervous. It's snowing, but the building right. itself is like very foreboding. Yes, there's like yeah. two dozen people in there that could like... Like most college. Electrocute me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and um, I have such a great memory of entering the building and... Getting in my like living quarters and looking through all the stuff. There's books and they have books. all and there's friends and you meet all these people and you go to class. <laughs> That's like one of the first things you do. You go Make to your friends. first. Yeah, you go to do your first class. Do they hand out a syllabus? No, but they like. There's a teacher and you sit and you listen. And you totally sit there for <laughs> at least a couple minutes. It's okay. like it's like two minutes and he talks about. I really about, wish they had made it a full hour. Oh my god, fifty-five minutes. And there's a oh test at the end. Continue. Pop quiz. It's like I want to choose a different route. I'm gonna go to the quiz is on the syllabus to see if you read it <laughs> seriously um and you know ignoring the whole quest line that does eventually happen which is really fascinating and locks it's like library underneath and this big mystery conspiracy comes up it's just really exciting to join this these people especially compared to the other things you can join because a lot of other things are like not so nice people or uh, more warrior-based people. These it was so much more. It was collegiate, and it was like academic, and it was almost, which is ironic to be in a video game and actually be quote unquote fun. But the <laughs> right. fact, you know, but it's such a cool interior place, and you feel like safe there. You're like I'm one of them, and just that whole experience of coming up into the college and. Learning, you get to learn new new skills. It's you would very join ex- the nerd guild. I would. <laughs> I know. I did. But they, they think if you need to be a part of that guild if you want to do well. I think. I see. Orcs suck. <laughs> and wood elves rule. <laughs> Is that their alma mater? Their, yeah, pretty called? much. When, their fight their song. Fight song. There we go. Yeah. Orcs their suck. alma mater. That's like right. Where no, you what's went. the what's it called? Like the song of universities. Like what's the, the word pride. for that? No, there's know. a word for it. Uh, there is. The fight song. No. Their creed, their mantra. Their mantra. Mantra? Is that? 
I don't think that's right. Orcs wouldn't like us. They'd call us milk drinkers. You're a milk drinker. You love some milk. I was going to say, Zach loves milk. I do, yes. Uh, <laughs> Milk's delicious. It's great. But orcs of the game, which Strong I think is funny, is if you're like a wood elf like me, they'll be like, hey, milk drinker. <laughs> and I'll be like, take like the, the wrath of my do. arrow. <laughs> you damn orc. That's the best you can do. Best that's the best you, you can do. Milk drinker. <laughs> I'm from the university. <laughs> I know things. I know things. <laughs> Look at this diploma. <laughs> Back away. I'm familiar with things. <laughs> but yes, yes, yes. So the College of... Sorry, Jared. I was ripped your right. headphones off. The College of Winterhold. Not White Run. Not White Run. <laughs> As previously thought. As previously thought. It's a really great experience, and it was one of my favorites. Nice. And Skyrim. Smogan, what's your number three? Okay. So actually, Jared got a little bit of a preface to this. So... Prior to me having a PS4, I did actually have a PlayStation 3. And I still have a PlayStation 3. And I do, in fact, have a PlayStation Network Mm. and a PlayStation Network ID. But I never tell people what it is because, A, I don't really online game currently. B, they wouldn't know what it is regardless. So Jarrett, right before we started, was like, oh, give me your ID so I can add you. And I was spelling it out for him. So my PlayStation Network ID, in case anyone wants to know, is... is spoiler? Oh, yes. Oh, so the game, just a preface, is The Legend of Dragoon. Oh. Okay. Okay. Super Often old. talked about game. Often. PlayStation on 1. Yep. On this I cast. knew that this would be a great opportunity for me to bring this one back up mm. to the table. I'm always looking for new ways to talk about it. <laughs> and it's actually a part of the game we haven't talked about at all before. So this is going to be like new Disc 1 content. Cool. We've cool. talked about Disc 2, 3, and 4. But this is really going to be uh, Disc 1. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's great is that Disc 3... To four always breaks. Right, you always got a good new one. So disc one very reliable. Um, So in disc one, there's a really the first character that joins your party at all. So you're this guy Dart. He's the worst. He's the one party member you wish you can switch out, and the game won't let you. Mm -hmm. But the first person that joins you is this guy named Levitz. So my PlayStation Network ID is called Levitz Lives. So it's L A V I T Z. L-A-V-I-T-Z. Lives. And then another capital L-I-V. That's a good, yes. that's Levitz a good lives. tag. Shout Levitz out lives. to my bro. He my bro, that. bro Mogan. I was texting him when I was setting up my PlayStation 3, and I was like, bro, can you change your PlayStation Network you ID? Cannot, and he was like, no, you right. can't. And I was like, oh, my God, you have to help me think of something. And so we're texting, 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 and I'm like, chop, chop, you're the smart one. You're supposed to know this stuff. And he was like, oh, okay, how about Levitz Lives? He just came he's, right out with Yeah, it. he just came Damn. right out. Like, this was a Levitz couple of tries lives. later, but he was like, Levitz Lives, because we grew up on The Legend of Dragoon together. Sure. It right. was our game. And he was like, Levitz Lives. And I was like, oh, my God, it's it. perfect. It's very good. Luckily, no one had taken it. Oh, thank God, of the two people on planet Earth that have played The Legend of Dragoon, <laughs> uh, both of whom are named Mogan, <laughs> neither of us what have taken it take yet. <laughs> I don't know what his was. Maybe Shauna Rules. Who knows? But um, So, Levitz lives, in case anybody wants to add me. It's my PlayStation Network ID. So, I added you today. You should accept it. Oh, uh, Does that transfer I your PS4? Yeah. yeah, it did. So you yeah, so I logged in. PS4. Yeah, no, I logged into oh, my existing account. It. So cool. I got to not make a new one because God knows I can't think up names. Thank mm. you very much, Bro Mogan, for coming up with that one. That's, That's his big. real name, by the way. Yeah. Bro? Bro, yeah. Mogan. Bro Mogan. Bro Mogan. Bro Mogan. <laughs> I know. That's his real name. He uh, plays Super Smash competitively. You should fight him. 
How good is he? Good. Okay. Yeah, I, ba- I back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a quick answer. I, I can see. White flag. <laughs> White flag. So, Levitz Lives is our homage to arguably the one of the best characters of the game, which is ironic because he doesn't even make it through disc one. So, he's the first guy to join your party. The setup is, you are Dart, you're trying to rescue your girlfriend, of course, from this place called Helena Prison. Okay. It's called Helena Prison because it looks like hell. And it's prison. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Here I am Descriptive enough. infiltrating this jail. And you're like trying to work your way through the jail. You're all by yourself. So battles are kind of hard. You're like level one at the time. So it's not the easiest thing. And you're just getting the hang of the controls. And then there's this one point where you're on like, I think the third floor. And you're about to go get your girlfriend. And then you get surrounded by guards from the prison. And they're like, you bastard. And you're like, oh, God, I'm going to die. And then, like, coming off from the side of the screen, you see these. There's no dialogue. There's just dialogue boxes. You see these dialogue boxes that are like, oh, blah, blah, like dying noises from the prison <laughs> guards. And then Levitz bursts onto the scene. Ooh. And you can tell that he knows what he's doing. Even, <laughs> even You though look like you're you, he confident. Looks, he looks like a man that knows what's up. So even though he's just polygons, remember, this is PlayStation 1. Right. Graphics were not good. He's just polygons, but he's got like this giant lance that's like a spear, javelin, whatever. And he's dressed all in green with like armor and he's got Fancy. like short army blonde hair, mm. like G.I. Joe almost. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Finally, someone awesome to join me. And he's like, you, what are you doing in this prison? And he's like, what are you doing in prison? And he's like busting out. And it's like, oh, good. Ooh. us too. <laughs> Would you join our party? <laughs> it's just like, oh, friendships made in prison last a lifetime. <laughs> they just. That's what they say. That's what I hear. That's that's how they work. So Levitz saves you, you fight a bunch of bad guys, and then you bust your girlfriend out. And so this all happens in a fairly short amount of time. And then going through the rest of disc one, it's really just you as Dart, Levitz, and really just two other characters here in the beginning. So it's just Shauna, who is your lady interest, and she's the bow and arrow person, so she's basically useless. And then there's Rose, who is the biggest badass in all of history. So it's almost like a dream team. It's like Dart, boo. And then there's Levitz. Yes, awesome, the best. And then there's Rose, also the best, but in different ways. And so it's just like, yes, this is correct. This is 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 a good game. We're just going to keep it this way. Sean will never be on the team. I'll, I just because she level. has bow and arrow. Bow and arrows are great. Not in that game. Okay. No, not in that game. It's That's not the same. Polygon no. arrows. You don't get to. Tough yeah, to it's pierce bad. People. No, it's bad. Yep. <laughs> they only do seven damage initially. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unacceptable. That, that sounds, ex- that sounds like an exciting moment in the game. Actually, a prison break. Yeah. So that's not the moment cool. though. So uh, okay. you bust. <laughs> we're but we're, <laughs> we're actually we're going to come back to this. So Helena Prison is a place that you have to visit a couple of times in the game. So you've been playing through all of disc one, and at one point you actually make it back to Levitz's hometown which is actually the kingdom city of Bale. And Levitz is a knight in whatever army under this super lame king, King Albert. He's the worst. He's just so interested in peace. He's, he's a, <laughs> wow. That's boring he's when you're in a game where you just want to fight. He's very <laughs> diplomatic, and you're like, oh, this guy. But he has a super suspicious advisor mm. that you like. You, so you're coming back from the prison. It's Levitz, Dart, and Shauna. And you're descend, ascending up the stairs to go basically have like a debriefing with the king. So Levitz is like, yo, king, I busted out. And Albert's like, that's awesome. You were super good buddies. You and me, man, number one. 
And then you see, like, behind the king is this guy in this big, black, shadowy cloak. And you can't see his face. Yeah, Yeah, you can't see his face in your life. Because of the polygons? This guy, because of the polygons. Yeah. No, you can't see anybody's face. (laughs) Nobody has faces. They're just blocks. (laughs) So you're like, this guy. And you actually recognize him from the opening cutscene of the game. So you already know he's bad news. Like, he's definitely bad. And you're like, oh, God, King Albert, he doesn't even know. This is bad news, man. And But you don't really, like, address it at the time. Dart's not like, this guy, because Dart didn't know. He wasn't at the cutscene. But uh, so you leave the town, go do some other crap. Things happen. All things that make you love Levitz more and more. Eventually, you find his dragoon stone. Mm. So you actually have to fight a giant dragon. You kill the dragon. You kill the guy that was controlling the dragon. And the guy dies, and he's like, Levitz. You're my predecessor or my successor. Take this Jade Dragoon Stone. And so Levitz is really your third dragoon alongside Dart and Rose. And he's like the element of wind. And so he's a really good combination of both like semi-healing power and also like aggressive wind attacks and whatnot. And he's just like, this is the best. I love Levitz so much. And then as part of the game, you eventually have to circle back to Helena Prison because now King Albert has been kidnapped. Mm. It's bad news, and he's been taken to hell in a prison. So probably by security. that guy in the cloak. By the man in black, yeah. by the man in the hood, I think is what that they no actually one call him. when you were there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's bad. So you make it back to the prison. You actually have like this kind of Star Wars-esque cut, not a cut scene, yes. but like this battle where they drop you into a dungeon. Oh, jeez. They drop you into a dungeon, and this thing... Where's the, what's the part in Star Wars where Luke... Uh, that is from what's episode it called? Yeah, tell me Return all about of the Jedi. It. Tell me the all Rancor. about it. Yes, yes, it's just like that. You have to fight this big monster and like Jabba that. Jabba the Hutt's palace yeah. on yeah, well, Tatooine. The man in the hood is Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. It's cool. Damn. Yeah, Crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. But a lot skinnier. Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to fight this monster and you get out of the dungeon and Levitz is like, don't worry, your majesty, we're going to save you. Because not only is he his king, they're also buddies. And then so Levitz is running up to save King Albert, who's like tied up on the ground or whatever. And right as he gets close enough, the man in the hood appears out of nowhere, flings off his cape like very dramatically, stabs Levitz wow. right no. through the chest in midair nice. with a sword iconic called the Dragon Buster. Nice. And it's like this glowing orange red blood death sword and it's like a freeze frame and you're just like oh it's so theatrical like so this is an actual cutscene, yeah which is still really polygony so you can't really tell (laughs) right they at least have eyes and mouths that's so you can tell what the but the bits is dying and so he like pulls the sword out of Levitz, and Levitz collapses onto the ground and everyone is just aghast even (sighs) dart like runs towards Levitz, and on the screen it's like Levitz, and there's like a lot of different letters in that and it's just playing it the first time i actually remember my bro was the one playing it because he was ahead of me mm-hmm. he gets through the battle levitz gets stabbed i'm sitting kind of right behind him into the side he probably doesn't even know this i had to we had to be 10 to 12 at the time and i had to actually get up and leave the room to walk back onto our back porch i sat on the top stair of the back porch and legit cried. Wow. <laughs> I'm Damn. not even kidding. I, wow. I was like, like I was holding it together. I was like, I'm going to cry. This is the first time. This is the first time we ever see. So this. since then, I've played it many times. He has died many times. So I, I just Does, remember. Has the hurt lessened? The, no. It's no, just it's as bad. There. It's just as, it stings just as much. So I didn't it? want my bro to see that I was going to, that I was going to cry. So I had to get up, 
walk out, walk outside, take a walk, wow. cry my feelings out. And it has, no, no, Here it's it the is. worst thing. Oh, no, that's a different, oh, yes, it is. Is oh, this it? Yeah, that's it. I pulled it up oh, on my gosh, my no. phone. Oh, Oh no. Levit should have seen it coming. Oh, oh that's fool. <laughs> he death has He's too much a pride. Fool. Oh, there it Leverance! is. Wow. And Look at so, that cool sword, yeah, though. That's the dragon buster. Oh, it's like a, it's like a slow-mo gas. fall. Oh. <gasps> that's Rose. She's the best. That's Lloyd. The man in the oh, Lloyd? Lloyd. Lloyd, that's his name. <laughs> oh, that's Lloyd. true. <laughs> we don't want you here. Wow. So, it's not that bad looking. I mean, it's no, it looks Oh, no, good. that's because it's a cutscene. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you okay. haven't seen the rest yeah. of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there we go. Dang. Oh, bummer, he's just, bummer, bummer. He's as dead as it gets. At least he had a, looks like he was, you know. So that's doing really. What he loved, that's jumping. the. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. And so the real letdown is that after Levitz dies, King Albert inherits his dragoon stone and becomes the next member of your party as uh, the Jade uh, Dragoon. And you're, I, I never used him. Yeah, out of spite. Out of spite. I was like, no, Levitz is my You'll man. never be Levitz. How dare you he'll take Levitz's place? Le- I know. That's how, that was my feelings on it. I was like, yeah. this, we died. Levitz died for you. You still <laughs> you him a bitch. Out of my face. I just, I hated Albert more than I hated the guy who actually killed Levitz because it That's was all. Albert's fault. For Albert I was just like, ah, no. You let yourself be kidnapped. He let your, you just, Levitz you hired this you. guy. You didn't even do a background check. You don't even know where he came from. Clearly he's Clearly evil. Clearly he's evil. Look <laughs> at how he's dressed. <laughs> and I was just, it, 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 it really hit me right in the heart at the time. Just like the sword hit Levitz. Except right in the heart. Well, now I like how uh, your name, though, is uh, in memoir to he lives yeah. on Levitz. He lives in on in your heart. Levitz lives. Technically, Late, way later, so this is actually probably disc four. Way later in the game, you kind of go to this uh, dead world, kind of like an underworld sort of thing. A little bit chilling. And you there. can, yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's, like, it's great down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you actually good. can encounter his ghost, and all throughout the game, you're collecting these things called stardust. And my bro and I, even though we had the strategy guide, our theory was that if you collect all fifty stardust, you can revive Levitz. Boy, is that not the case? <laughs> so, I, mean, I appreciate eternal, the dreaming, though. In, uh, eternal letdown. I think uh, Bro Mogan can uh, can can feel my pain on this one. That's what made yeah. him cry. He he probably started he crying cry. the minute I had left the room. He was like, "Don't cry." <laughs> Hold it together. <laughs> she like, <laughs> <laughs> I would like Strong, to know that powerful. he also. Yeah, we're, we're powerful s- game. We're a stoic family, though. We don't like to let other people know. <laughs> so. That's Very my nice. number three. That's I can't wait to hear you do two and one. <laughs> Seriously. Actually, you probably should have restructured the list. Yeah, that sounds like your number one on my side of the table. <laughs> that is actually the only one where I cried. I probably should have. Number one. That was you're, my number you're one. one to we're three. Working, right, we're, we're going, yeah, we're working backwards. Well, damn. Well, shit. I'm on my number two now, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. still number you're two right, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. You're where you need to be. So my number two, and again, this is another spoiler, spoilery one. <laughs> All of mine are, so get over it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been warned. Here At least go. mine was only disc one. You still have three more discs of content to get oh, through. Damn, yeah, truth. Mm-hmm. Although we know what happens in later discs now from yeah. other episodes. Well, so they, they don't know the whole story. You can piece it okay. together. <laughs> All right, so mine is the 2013 game Tomb Raider. Ooh, Mogan knows that game. Mm-hmm. I did not play it. Continue. Are you going to be Come bummed? On. I will be now. You're right, because oh. what if I want to play it? Yeah. Close your ears. That's nah, okay. <laughs> it's the... It's, I, yeah. I know the moment. I already know. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I'm guessing. I don't know. I <laughs> he think doesn't I know. know. I He's think just saying I know. he knows. I've mentioned it briefly. I think I know. Before. As this I'll moment. let you know if I'm right. So, anyway. 
Tomb Raider. It's the reboot of this of the Tomb Raider series by Crystal Dynamics. And the one thing about this series that made it awesome is you do not start as the Lara Croft that we all know and love. You are in a storm at sea and you and it destroys your ship and you are washed ashore onto this island of Yamatai to which you were looking for. So <laughs> it's, found it. it's great. You found it. Luck goes a long it's way. It's not away. how you wanted to find it though. And what, and you know, long story to make a long story short, you're basically, you're on this Island and you are to discover the, I can't remember the main reasons. That's not important matter. right now, but the main Queen thing Himiko. that's important. You're looking for Queen Himiko. Himiko. That's right. Queen Himiko. I can fill in the blanks. Can I can fill in the blanks. Because she is the, the rumored sun queen. I made some notes on this. And you're trying to figure. And S- you're trying to S-U-N. find. S U N. Yeah, S U N. Like the sun, <laughs> the solar, the solar sphere. queen. I was like the man queen. <laughs> and so, and you're going to because this island has been forever shrouded in myth, and you know it's it's almost a Bermuda Triangle of sorts. You get there, there are tons of other shipwrecked. Don't ships they actually call it like the planes. Devil's Triangle? Yes, or they the do. Golden Triangle. The Devil's Triangle. Devil's Triangle. There we go. And so, the thing about it is that you're going through, and what Crystal Dynamics did so well, and what makes this game so great, is that as the story progresses, you progress towards becoming mm. Tomb Raider. Because at the Croft. beginning, Laura like, is not a she's fighter. She's just a person. No, she's, she's a person. just an explorer. She's a She regular. obviously has some like explorative skills. Yeah. But like... Survival. She's got survival but not, skills. not like combat. Right. Okay. Which she is forced to quickly learn, because there's a group of crazed madmen on there called the Solari, Okay. And they're led by the madman Matthias. Oh, he's a real dick. He is a real dick. Huge dick. Also, he's ugly. And he is fat. ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Worst things. Worst things. <laughs> and they kidnap, the Solari kidnap your companion, Sam. Oh, and she's awesome. Yeah. Because as the story unfolds, they, the sun god, uh, Himiko, is still alive. She's immortal. They were figured out this way to like transfer her soul into a new body. So that she lives forever. And that's what's causing all of the storms. Because her latest, the the girl who was supposed to take her, you know, be transferred, you know, Himiko was supposed to be transferred into, committed suicide before the, uh, what is the word? I'm missing. The ritual? The ritual. What Thank the, you. What are they Thank called? You. The fire ritual. The ritual is. Ritual of fire. Whatever yeah. it is. The ritual is, is finished. Yeah. So Himiko's body was stuck in the old body, which died, and so her soul is at, is at unrest, which is why all these storms are happening that keep people from being able to leave the island once they get there. So Sam is to be the new vessel. Mm-hmm. And so because Matthias is like, if I can bring Sam to Himiko and have her transfer into there so she can live, I'll be able to get off this island, finally. And so... Sam is kidnapped through the fortune of Vincent. At the very end of the game, you go to rescue her as the ritual is taking place. So you're a race against the clock. And it's very tense. It is like getting to Sam. Tense. You're just like, oh my God. Because you're fighting oh not only through the Solari, <laughs> but you're also fighting through the mythical yeah, Storm Guard, who are Himiko's guards, which they're like these undead they're samurai. Oni. Oni. Yeah. yeah. And you finally get to the top of the to uh, top of the ziggurat where the where the Ritual is taking place. Matthias is there. You start fighting Matthias, and of course you have, you know, you want your pistol, and you're shooting at him, and you have your your climbing axe that you can use too. Your pickaxe, yeah, my your pickaxe is so fun to right use that in the thing. Brain, 
Just right in the skull. <laughs> just instant death. It's it's awesome to use because you can use it to climb. You can it use is. it to fight. It's such a multi tool. Yeah, so useful. it's great. We should all get pickaxes. We should. We People should. should have pickaxes. We should. On the everyone needs one in your pocket. Let's go to REI. And Good so job. obviously, the big thing about Lara Croft, like one of the iconic things about Lara Croft, is that she has dual pistols. Up until this point, you have not used du- dual pistols at all. You've not even had the option to make. But it you've happen. used a pistol. You used a pistol. Yes. <laughs> And so <laughs> a you're fighting Matthias <laughs> and he is shooting at you and you're shooting at him. He runs up and attacks you. You use your pickaxe and you're like hitting him with it. And all this. <laughs> you hit him like once and it like stabs him and he, then he like pushes you down. He's old. He's he old, but he's got that able, like yeah. mythical, like, you know, he's, cheap. he's got that, sh- that strength, old man strength. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talked about. Everyone knows about that. <laughs> It's it, a thing. It, you peak at like 62. Yeah, no. <laughs> you get your real strength. 62 is the new 55. So he tackles you and... <laughs> the whole damn old big strength. Get off of me. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's he tackles you. He's trying to like kill you. And you push him off. And in the process, you grab his pistol from his belt because he knocked yours away. Hmm. And then you have it. But then since he's you know, incapacitated slightly for a moment. That gives you the time to reach over, grab your pistol, Ooh, and it makes it this big, like, cut scene. Yeah. You oh, pick up man. your pistol, pull him up, and just start unloading dual yes. pistol into Matthias. Yes. It is awesome. That you is waste very cool. him. This game had been, you shoot him off, and he falls off this ledge to his death. Oh, and then like holding dead. those dual pistols. Holding the dual pistols for the first time, and yeah. that is the moment that you get to use them? Yeah. Holy shit. Great moment. It was sure. awesome. It's- Goosebumps. You can attest to oh. this as well because you've oh. played it. I cried. Holy <laughs> shit. It was awesome. But they were tears of awesome joy. Yeah, that's Beca- really not cool. The, same kind the game of had tears. been awesome because, like I said, that was what made this game great was seeing Laura's progression as time goes on through and the that's game what and you her know. becoming Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's, that moment that's signifies her. she's Tomb Raider, motherfuckers. Yeah, she, yeah, she like, adjusts right. to murder quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like after that first crime. I mean, it's survival. Spell, she, yeah, she was survival. like, okay, I've killed kill one guy. Kill at this point. You do one, you might as well just kill everybody. Yeah, but she. She is Tomb Raider. Yeah. I dig that. I think I actually watched that cut scene on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You should. If you Which haven't, you should. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's it really was cool. Awesome. It's it, really, really cool. Greatly well done. I got everything I needed out of that game by watching the cutscene. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's it. You did. I played the game. It's a lie. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great cutscene. <laughs> so let's cut to your. <laughs> oh, wait. Jump so cut, Zach looks a little unprepared. Can I just do a quick shout out? You know when you're climbing I the don't tower look in Tomb Raider? <laughs> you look, you look, so you ready. look surprised. You look so ready. I'm so ready for my number <laughs> when two. When you're climbing the radio tower and it's like you're on the top of the mountain and you're going oh, yeah. way, way, and you get to see and you like get to all the very the... top, and then you get, and you're just on this tiny little pinpoint, and you pan around, and it's just like, oh, holy awesome. shit, I'm gonna die. So cool. Because I'm afraid of heights. And it <laughs> was just like, oh my god. It gives you the very much. And like, then you the get to zip of... line down. It's just yeah. like, ah, oh, that's another. That's my favorite midpoint midpoint moment. I should play that game. You should it's, play. It's fun. It sounds fun. It's for they Xbox put it on One. Xbox. Yeah. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. Definitive edition. How much is it on the all Xbox Store? Right you can now? get oh, no. You can get the director's cut cheap. with all the DLC for like eighteen bucks. Yeah, Ooh. it's got to be cheap. Yeah. You should do it. Okay, Maybe it's worth it. Maybe I will. We have a review for it. Ooh. Even though we all know, like, yeah, we might, yeah, we might not be that interesting. May not by this point. We've talked about it a lot. We're gonna put that in the vault. Yeah. No one's gonna. We'll come back we to can. it in like three years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like uh, okay. My number two. number two. My number two comes from my most recent game, and this is also probably going into Jared's territory. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. 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 There, there's somewhat uh, spoilers here if you have not played this game. The game is which I've talked about before: Metal Gear Solid Five. 
Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is layered and riddled with really unique, interesting moments. Now, the only drawback I would say for Metal Gear Solid Five, with the amount of kind of exciting moments that they try to implement, a lot of them don't have the gusto that the story can really uphold. You know, they don't so much of Mogan showing me how much I can get to Raider for seventeen dollars and nine pennies. <laughs> That's not too bad. That's pretty cheap. That's pretty cheap. Um, Metal Gear Solid. It just doesn't. It, it is it, like I was saying. As much as it has the unbelievable cutscenes and the unbelievable uh, experience of playing the game, the story is kind of as now famously kind of wishwashy, confusing, bizarre, exciting, cool, but also. Uh, incomprehensible at times. Right. I mean, I might say that's kind of Metal Gear's MO. It, it kind of is. It's it's what they... Others may have been a bit more bombastic about it, mm-hmm. but, you know, kind of all over the place and wild is what they're right. they for. Right, whatever kind of comes to their mind. Let's <laughs> put that in the game. Yeah. You know? And uh, only really several moments occur, for me at least. Maybe, maybe I replay, I'll get more out of it. Maybe other people got better things out of it by playing the older Metal Gears and knowing exactly what was maybe happening in the long run. But for me at least... Only a handful of moments really hit home. But when they did, it was like a grand slam. It was really well done, really well executed, and in line with a lot of the prologue leading up to it. You know, the exposition that kind of formed these great moments. And the moment that comes to my mind, there's a, there's a few, but the one that I guess I'll talk about today is... Uh, the, well, here's the backstory for it. There, there's a virus that is a big part of the game, and we'll call it the vocal cord virus. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the exact uh, term is in the game, but it's it's a, a virus that gets into your vocal cord, and you get it. I want to say by like just speaking. If That's you, scary, right? It's like everyone talks. Everyone talks, and and. The, the the thing behind it, it's like trying to eradicate language. It's a really interesting concept that I don't have the wherewithal or intelligence of the game to go into. But there's like that's like <laughs> the 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 backing theme. It's like okay. we're gonna eradicate language, and there's only gonna be like one language or something like that. And English, yes. May, I want to say English is like the, the language that does language. get like pushed. Is it like really? this is the I one that must survive obnoxious. or something like that. I know it might. There's it's like Let's American. Doing My right vote now. is for Spanish and. uh and you see people during the like the game that has. Well, I guess I'm done learn. talking. So <laughs> <laughs> just no one to talk, Zach. Just We're finishing up on oh, something. Well, right. this is Tomb the Raider end of language. Here. We're helping yeah, Tomb your case. on this side of the table. Metal Gear Solid on this side. No, no, no. Okay, sorry, sorry. Continue. We were just debating that I don't know Spanish, so why would that? Be? That wouldn't make sense in the official language. Wait, what? I said we were. Uh, she wanted Spanish, and I was like, I don't know Spanish. That oh, make sense. you can learn. A, you can learn. Conversation. It's easy. I guess. Um, Sorry. One of the traits of the vocal cord virus is you like your lungs start to turn into like a greenish inflated blob like lung, which yeah doesn't work anymore pretty much. And you also have every other characteristic that like a zombie might have. You turn into a zombie kind of. And so yeah, nah, you know they kind of stole that, but whatever, it's cool. They use it and. What happens several times throughout the game is this virus somehow makes its way to Mother Base. And Mother Base is this, think of it as like an oil rig in the middle of the ocean that you own as Snake and you... <laughs> just casually own. Just have it. It's like where your military is. Because he, he has this military and, and money's a big play in it. You have to build it and it gets enormous. I mean, it turns, you have to drive a car in order to get to different sections. Oh my God, of it. It's awesome. it really gets big. <laughs> and... Uh, 
But you have all these – every time you go out into the field, you can capture enemies. And what you do is you put a little uh, – what do you call it? Like a balloon, like a weather balloon on yeah. top of them. <laughs> I've, on seen them. That. I've seen that. Yeah, and they like. fly into the sky and they land at Mother Base. That's Very amazing. wonderful. It's so like Metal Gear Solid. It's, it's Rapid so, delivery system. Yeah, it's so like just fun. If and, I were ever captured, I hope that's how. Yeah. It, <laughs> at least it, you get a fun ride out of it. you get a little, little personal kind of gift. You kind of – you know what I mean? You kind of remember. A little You're present like, coming this out guy, of the sky. He's a high ranking soldier you're coming back with me and everyone gets a name and it's a random you, you learn very quickly that the names are randomly generated it's like an adjective and an animal so you can be like ferocious moose or you know uh, nice scary frog i mean these are real i'm pretty sure those are two real ones like they're that they're that bizarre you know they're really strange and you have these and they become diamond dogs and they they join you with, against their will or not, what have you. And they love oh, you. Seem nice. They love you. They love Big Boss. They love Snake. There's uh, like, and I'm telling you, every time you get off the helicopter, there's eight of them waiting for you, saluting you, and they say, welcome back, boss, and you beat them up, and they say, oh, I love that boss. It's a really interesting kind of relationship. Yeah, it is. They're like, thank you, Big Boss. I'll have another. And you just whoop their ass. And that you're like, sounds like a really abusive relationship. It's really a strange thing. It's really fun to do. You like, put them to sleep, and they wake up, and they're like, thank you, thank you. I enjoyed that rest. Yeah, I needed so, that. So, and I'm prefacing by saying that it's you have this team. You have a team <laughs> of diamond dogs, and they're your friends, and okay. you dig it. They help you out in the field. They do they do missions you don't have time for. They oh, and you set that up. You put good. teams together, nice. and there's a percent of like how much how successful they're going to be. It's an amazingly in depth game. Twice though, unfortunately, the infection, the vocal cord infection virus, gets into Mother Base somehow. The first time. You have to go back and figure out exactly how to stop it, which you do kind of in time with the help of this code talker, old man guy that can that kind of gives you like the secret to how to do it, if I'm remembering correctly. The second time, however, is a lot worse. The second time when you get back, everything's in chaos. Every, a lot of people have contacted this virus, and they have set up a quarantine zone within Mother Base, and... Your job is to investigate. You have to go inside the quarantine zone and sort of investigate. I, I don't know if there's like someone you have to find in there, a specific person, but you ferocious moose, ferocious yeah. moose, the leader, perhaps so. And you are tasked with just going in there, and, and you put on a mask, and you're like, I'm going in, and really fun moment in the game. It's like a horror game all of a sudden. Oh, it's like God. Resident oh, Evil. Awesome. It's real. It, everything changes. You are cut off from the rest of the mother base and you have a guy, well, you have a guy in your like radio talking to, but you get in there and there's like, I mean, dead bodies everywhere. Oh. Blood splattered all over Ugh. the place. Whoa. And people like crawling Ugh. on their like hands. And what you have to do going through this is a lot of these people have gone full transformation. So you're going through and you're killing a lot of them, which is a bummer. You're like, oh, these are like my ferocious <laughs> scary <goose."> frog. No, <laughs> scary frog. <laughs> and they have names when you, you, I think you can like see their names and you hover your gun over it. So it kind of oh. makes it even more personable. Uh, and yeah. if that wasn't enough, like that is a great moment. You, not, not like a, like great as in, a positive energy moment, but like it's just a really memorable right. gaming moment in the game. Sticks with you. It totally sticks with you. It's a really unbelievably well crafted little sequence. But you eventually get to a room, and there's about twenty to twenty five diamond dogs. They are all not quite fully transformed. They're to like the naked eye, they look normal. But when you put your night vision on, you can see this mist coming from them, oh. and you realize that they are going to be. Become zombies or become what whatever they are, 
And so you're in there, and they're all looking at you, and they're like, you know, it's like us looking at each other right now. We're going like, to kill him. Well, it's like, it's the elephant in the room. You know, like, sticks in there with his, like, assault rifle, and he's just he's looking not one at us. us. <laughs> he's he's got a gun. <laughs> this doesn't gun. sound good for yeah, me. We, he seems tense. Yes. Something's wrong. <laughs> does, yeah, something does, under his gas mask, I can tell. And... You get like this, the music starts to swell, it gets louder and louder, and like do your voice commands, you're like, you know what you have to do, but you know what you have to do, and you do it, and the music, like, it's a really well-timed oh. sequence, the music goes off, and you just unload into like oh. 25 of your diamond dog oh. friends, Damn. and you kill them all, you oh. have to kill them all, and the music's blasting, and they're all like, no, nah, you know, they're all like screaming, and it's like horrific, and... It's. I'll never forget it. It should oh, stick with you, man. I made a. I made a, uh, a clip of it. Oh really? I did, but I didn't save it twice. Like you know, you have to do, and yeah. so I don't think I have it anymore. Oh. But I was like, wow, that's a really great moment. Damn. And then at the end of it, they're all dead, and it's oh. like you did the right thing, boss. And he comes out, and he's all distraught. Kiefer Sutherland, he's like, what have I done? You know, it's a really, yeah. really great moment. And uh, oh. yeah, I'll never forget that one. That's a. The whole sequence is incredible, but the ending of it is. I've super got like great. a sinking feeling in my yeah, stomach. It's, just it's a bummer because you love pretty rough. Well, you know, oh. love these guys. You, you like them. <laughs> You know, beat their ass, but then be like, you know what? You deserve it. You 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 like them enough, and you're just like, ah, it's a lot of soldiers we're going to lose. I got to go attach a lot more weather balloons to people's asses. Oh, (laughs) man. Yeah, it's just you're losing. Yeah, the economy goes down in your weather base. It's pretty rough. Yeah, but that's a pretty big spoiler, I guess, because that's a really big moment. Yeah, that's that's one of the memorable moments from Metal Gear Solid. Really good, really good moment. That's my number two. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pregnant now. But you got to you got to bring it together. Pregnant you got to pull it together. Okay. For your number 2. All right, so this probably should have been number 3. <laughs> yeah, we probably need to step it up a little <laughs> should, bit on the speed. Oh, are we running Okay, that's Oh, okay. I don't know. So We've just been good. My, it's been an hour, so this is a yeah, very. It's been about an hour. <laughs> is it <What>? really shit? <laughs> All right, so this is Here a very impactful moment, but objectively it's really short. Okay. So, spoiler alert. And it, this is actually a spoiler alert because it's the ending of the game. The game is Metroid Prime. Okay. Mm. So originally Metroid Prime released for the GameCube a thousand years ago. They did release the Wii Trilogy Edition. So if anybody has a Wii, you can still go back and play it. But Metroid Prime, for me, was really the first Metroid I had ever played. So, of course, the games leading up to that were like the 2D side-scroller, highly pixelated. They were old. You know, they're just old, dated games Mm -hmm. that I had no interest in. And really, before Metroid Prime, Metroid wasn't even on my radar. I knew of it, but I didn't know really anything about it. So picking up Metroid Prime, I'm pretty sure I read about it in Nintendo Magazine back when I was subscribed to that. Or they may have You're done it on X-Play. No, I'm not. I've, I've moved too many times. They can't forward. No can't forwarding address. <laughs> so I remember like reading about it and I was like, oh man, this looks awesome. Specifically because I approached it as an alternative to Halo actually. So this was right around the same time that the first Halo came out. So this is for GameCube. And it was like an alternative first-person shooter. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, Halo was kind of a letdown for me. Oh. Because I only got... Because I only got... We won't get into that. (laughs) You don't remember We've talked about this. I regret that. I'm going to go back and redo it someday. But Metroid Prime, I was like, yes, this is the first-person shooter for me. So we picked it up, and I'm playing it. And for starters, it's a awesome game from start to finish like it it's exactly what i was looking for in a game it combines combat with exploration because a lot of times you're just going through these very detailed vast regions of the game and even if you're not really fighting anything and you feel like nothing is happening 
stuff's still happening. Like yeah. you still always feel like you're somehow engaged, even if it's just in the environment. Like you accidentally re- mess with a nest of hornets, but they're like giant mutated alien hornets. And you're oh, like, no. oh, super, that's great. So there's a lot of lore and backstory for this about the Kozo. We've talked about them yeah, a little bit. Not yep. the Chozo. The, not the Chozo. That's the incorrect pronunciation. <laughs> that's, that's a bad word. Kozo. Similar to Sniz, which is the correct terminology. Incorrect. The Kozo are really like this kind of alien bird race that built Samus's suit. So you're Samus Aran. <laughs> You're a space bounty hunter. You're an Amazon. You're like 50 feet tall. Not really, but no. you feel like you're 50 you're feet like, tall. You're like, what, seven feet? Yeah, she's about seven foot. She's Her huge. And chief she's date. like 6'9". She, she chief could beat should. the crap out of okay. you. Okay, oh. we'll come back to that a little bit later. <laughs> so, really, one of the main things is as Samus, you know that you're a female character. Like, you know that you're a female protagonist, mm-hmm. but she's a silent protagonist, so she doesn't speak at all in the games. But, like, at certain points, if you shoot and the lighting is just right, you can see her eyes reflected through Ooh, your visor, very cool. which was a touch that I loved. Yeah, like, your visor cool. will fog up if you walk through certain condensation. Mm-hmm. Raindrops will land perfectly on your visor if it's raining, and you can see Samus's eyes. And so, like, you know she's female. You know this. Mm-hmm. Right. But it didn't really sink in as, like, I'm this Amazon ultra powerful bounty hunter until for me until the very end of the game. So leading up to the end, you know that there's this crater that has this meteorite in it that is the source of all the problems that are going on on I think it's called Talon Overworld is the actual region in the game Probably. and you're like this is where all the evils I'll coming go from. It. I got to do something about this. So you fight Ridley, which is that giant yes, dragon, dragon. metal esque like yeah, very yeah, yeah. alien kind of looking mm-hmm. like from the alien movies. You beat the crap out of him and then almost immediately after that like some other stuff happens but pretty shortly after the battle with Ridley which is a huge battle um you basically descend into the depths of the crater to fight the Metroid Prime so this is the Metroid that the game is named after mm. the Metroids are actually those kind of like mean jellyfish looking yeah, yeah. things with yeah. like the little claws on uh-huh. them and they attach which to you which you kill and they tra- a lot of yeah you kill a lot of smaller ones right but the Metroid but Prime, Prime is huge. Mm. The Prime is the source of all the problems. And it's this giant beast. I think it goes through a couple of different phases while you're fighting it. And any good boss battle has different stages. Right, like, sure. it's never one and done. Don't yeah. just be you got, you gotta have a couple of dead. scares where you think you got them and then you really didn't. So you're going through this battle. You've actually upgraded to, like, this wild, dark armor. And you've got this crazy new addition to your arm cannon. you're just like, yeah. This is the best. And then you beat the Metroid. And it kind of lashes out at Samus as its last dying effort, sucks away the dark armor that you basically got from her. So she's back to her regular suit, which is still a which really red, freaking scary the, the, the suit. Suits, yeah. It's huge, but it's suit, like, Samus. no, 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 it's not, no, not zero okay. suit Samus. This is real Samus we're uh-huh, talking about okay, here. Okay. So she's like, almost like a giant terrifying space football player yeah so you beat the metroid it sucks away your dark armor but you're still like samus you're still awesome things start exploding immediately as with any boss battle samus kind of jettisons out of there by magic i guess she does a crap ton of flips and like awesome samus stuff everything is exploding you get to the surface and the sky is completely dark 
It's raining. There's thunder and lightning. She leaps onto her iconic bounty space hunter ship, like her iconic ship that she's always on. And she's like standing on her ship in the rain and the lightning. And she's just looking out over the Kozo ruins, which are in flames collapsing all around her. And she just like dramatically takes off her helmet for the first time in the game. Wow. And you see her face. She's got like, she's very not masculine, but strong. Like Mm -hmm. you can tell she's going to beat the shit out of you if you cross her. Mm. And she's got her blonde hair and like the ponytail. And she like doesn't really make any expressions, but she's looking out. She kind of closes her eyes for a minute, like in a brief moment of contemplation. And then, like, with lightning and rain in the background, she just descends back into her ship. Wow. And flies away. That's awesome. Very cool. And it's cool. just like, like, she's got her helmet under her arm. It's just like, oh, my God, she's awesome. And that's actually the best ending. So that's if you got 100% of the game, um, which I don't think I did the first time. I think I got between 75 and 99% because there's different percentages of the ending that you can get. So if you get the 100%, you also see the birth of Dark Samus. So loud. Sorry, <laughs> so I'm just loud. getting us ready to yeah. watch this because can, I must see oh, this now. Oh, it's beautiful. So the graphics weren't that good at the time, but it's still like very, for me, there weren't, at the time, there really weren't that many standalone female protagonists. Right. No. Especially, right. True, true. Especially in the sense of a first person shooter. So like being Samus and seeing her do this big reveal of like, holy shit, I knew I was already a woman. But now I realize I'm the strongest woman in the universe. Mm, I am the woman. That's awesome. Like, this is me, notorious bounty hunter. I am a huge badass. So here she is standing over this. Oh, just in flames. There's the helmet. Oh, wow. She's just looking out, and she's like, ah. God, look at those shoulders. I know. Look at her giant shoulder blades. Samus' armor is awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. She's amazing. Wow. And I like that they didn't overly make her look too youthful. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She looks like she's, she's, she's been through She's not shit. young Laura. She's like Samus a few years uh-huh. down the line. Like, this isn't her first rodeo. Right. She's, done, she's been doing this shit since the 80s. Right. She knows what's <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So it was just like, for me, at the time, I was still pretty young, like probably 14 or 15. And this is, again, one of the few games that I've actually beaten that I love because I'm a non-finisher. Mm. So I think I beat this game on a rare snowing winter day in Tennessee. And it was cold because I had opened my window on purpose. And so like I'm sitting there at my GameCube and it's snowing outside and you can hear the very light pitter patter of snow. And I'm watching the end of this game and I'm just like, holy crap, this is awesome. And it just has stuck with me forever and ever and ever. Nice. I can my, see why. Yeah, I can yeah. totally see that's why. That's an awesome moment. That's a really, it's an awesome that's moment. a very good moment with Mogan. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of. Oh, wait. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. It's oh. that time. Oh. We've talked about a lot Have of moments, but that was, that was an excellent that was segue. Good. I totally forgot that you we were nicely separate. Done. <laughs> nicely done. Nicely yes, done. Yes. All right. So it's going to be pretty short today. So, moment with Mogan. You guys have stopped doing the music. I mean, I know I told you to, but. Because every time we do it, you guys are like, you know what? Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, you got to make some music. All right. So we already talked about it. This is the last shout out for upcoming Overwatch. So it is currently May 24th when you're listening to this. That means Overwatch is out. It's available for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox. Go out and get it. Probably me, Jarrett, and Zach Wall have it, which is rare because we we never really. Now, now we actually have that ability. So 
Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which you may or may not recall was one of the ones from my beginning of year list that I was the most excited about. This one's actually coming up on June 7th. I didn't even realize we were that far into the year, and I'm freaking out now. So it's going to be available for PlayStation 4 and Xbox, Zach, so you can play it as well. Deadlight. This is a return, so it's Deadlight Director's Cut, June 21st. I had forgotten about this game. I never did play the original release. So the first release of this game was back in 2012, and they only did it for Microsoft PC, Xbox 360. So it wasn't even available on PlayStation, but now the Director's Edition, they're doing a couple of new add-ons to the game and whatnot, but they're also releasing it for PlayStation 4, I think PlayStation 3, Xbox One, and Xbox 360, and Microsoft PC again. So it's going to be for virtually everything except Nintendo. And now it's a 2D side-scrolling horror survival game. It actually reminds me a lot of Limbo, like in art style and overall feel. So if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, June 21st, that's your date. And then, of course, No Man's Sky. Oh, Not that far away. How, what date Not are we June talking 21st, about? June 21st, so it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sneak up on like us, man. I feel like we should know more about it at this point. It's going to sneak up on us. So it is going to be, as far as I know, only for PlayStation. Oh, no, yeah, it's PS4, Windows, and not Xbox, if I'm under understanding correctly really is it not i think it has to be is what? it i would I be know. shocked if that's an exclusive i don't know maybe yeah, i could like be Sony wrong about to get that. on the ps4 yeah, train okay. yeah zach now's the time <laughs> yeah it looks like it and then we're just gonna segue right into other so non-releases we do have some new deets on outlast 2 So it's actually not going to be coming out until way later this year, I think fall of 16. But Outlast, notoriously horrifying survival game. Outlast 2 is, I think, going to be bigger and badder and more scary than ever. It's going to be 20 to 30% longer for starters. So you're getting a crap ton more gameplay out of it. Um, All the more opportunity for you to change your pants after you piss all over yourself. And then there's going to be an all-new cast of characters, so no one from the original game is going to be coming back. I think they confirmed that via Twitter. (laughs) And it's going to be for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. We need to play that and do some... uh Live streams because well, it's coming out. In the, it's coming out in fall. It'll be well, right around we, like Halloween, probably. Oh my god, that'll be our night episode. Ooh, we're gonna get to it. Ooh, we're gonna get to the it. night episode. I don't know if have we mentioned the night episode. We I haven't we mentioned. So we'll save it. We'll it. save it. We'll save it. Glossing right over that. So now that I've actually been able to play Dishonored, I'm also even more excited for Dishonored 2. So I was super hyped based on the trailer they released. What was it last year? Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been a while now. But they did confirm that you will be able to play as both adult age Emily. So she was a child in Dishonored. She's an adult now. A basically dethroned empress on the run. She's got all sorts of motivation to kill people right and left. Or you can be Dishonored's first protagonist, Corvo. So you can either... Let's just talk about how quickly how badass of a name yeah, that is. Yeah, you can either be Emily or Corvo. They did confirm once you choose, there is no going back. So I think that's an interesting take. Obviously, I'm going to be Emily. Come on. Um, And then it's going to take place in the beautiful southern town of name I can't pronounce. So it's not Dunwall. So it's going to be a bit more of a different feel. It's not going to be quite as dismal Victorian-esque feel. It's going to be a bit more sunny Spain, think. But the overall feeling will still be one of panic and terror and killing people right and left. And they've said it's going to be more vertically oriented. So there's going to be a lot more scaling of buildings and jump attacks and all kinds of stuff. 
And then there's Nintendo making some vague statements about the NX. Really just <laughs> vague. <laughs> vague. Even exist. So it's, they're, they've really just made some weird references that are saying like, oh, the NX is going to be neither a, success for, a successor to the Wii U nor the 3DS. It's going to be a weird hybrid of both. So they're trying to build it up as some sort of, obviously, next, NX, oh, ho, ho, <laughs> kind, of, kind of thing. And I'm just, they're going to need a lot to, to impress me on wow. that one. So we'll see about that. But so that's the moment with Mogan. Very nice. Very well done. Always a pleasure. As Th- always. Thank you for those updates. Now that you were actually here for one, Zach. Yes, well, I've only missed one. It was the last one. I came back. I was like, fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. Interesting. So it's time for us to jump into our number ones. We'll go ahead. Now, I will give the option right now. I could not do favorite gaming moments without talking about my favorite game of all time. Oh, God. No. Here we go. After okay. we talk about it now, oh I must go boy. into the vault forever. Same mm. with my number one, probably. Uh, same with Legend of Dragoon at this point, too. Oh, come on. I've only talked about Shots it like fired. twice. I've, I've talked about it three no. times. That's at no, least no, no, three. No, 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 no. There's four discs, man. <laughs> But I've only briefly mentioned Last of Us on this, and it will be brought up again. But I'm giving the opportunity, since I have said how much, how good of a game it is, if you guys don't want to be here for it, I can record this later if you don't want it spoiled. Just me. But I can do that to give you guys the opportunity if you want to maintain the integrity Why of how are you putting us I in this situation? Like, Why have like you done this? I he's saying this because he doesn't want us to see him cry. <laughs> yes, That's that insane. too. Is this like But my... no, I'm just saying because it's. Uh, I believe it's, it's, it's that good of a game. If you guys want to be able to enjoy it without being spoiled at some point, I don't want to be the one to do that to you. I can't even play the game. Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, because it's not for Exclusives, man. Exclusive. I can play it, but I'm the type that can still enjoy a medium okay. knowing the spoilers. So go All right. for it. So this is spoiler heavy to The Last of Us. If you are still want, have that one on your list, I suggest you skip this one. So The Last of Us. This takes place. So brief overview. <laughs> Where to begin? There's a virus outbreak. It infects people. It's like a fungus that takes over their minds. I've gone over this before. I won't go into it in depth now. But at the beginning of the game, Joel is... It actually takes place here in Austin. The beginning of the game does. And Yeah. Like in the suburbs and stuff like that. Joel is uh, the main character. And in this course of the outbreak of the virus and and people reacting to it, his daughter, his young daughter, is is killed. It's a very emotional scene. Which that when that scene came up, I was like, "Oh, I see how the rest of this they game is going to go." Feels early. Oh, I do I've not heard the first cutscene. Yeah. yeah, man, it I've hit, seen my hit right play off. A fair bit of this game. Okay, and so that I right then was like, "Oh, this is not going to be my normal video gaming experience," <laughs> and it's not. So, in the course of the game, your main objective is you find this girl, Ellie, and she is seemingly immune to the virus. She was bitten by someone who was infected, which normally in most zombie undead stylish games, that's mark of death. Like you're done for, but she was bitten and has not got contracted the illness. So this group of, of resistance fighters who are trying to do their own thing, the fireflies, they're trying to do their own thing outside of the government, which is basically locked down everything. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, she's our chance. She's our hope for survival, you know, but you've got to get her out of the city, which you're in Boston at, at this point. And because this takes place like 20 years later after the events of the opening of the game. And so you're in Boston. They're like, you've got to get her though to this Firefly stronghold that's in Salt Lake City. 
So you have to travel. So that sets up the travel of this so game. So you're going from Texas to Utah? No. Boston. Oh. Sorry, not Austin. But the beginning uh, scene is in Austin. It is in Austin. Oh, okay, but yeah. then there's a 20-year time jump. Okay. To, to Boston. To present right. time oh, okay. in I Boston. And Keep that's when set. you have to go. No, I was thinking about my number one. <laughs> so, you get hand, so you get hand, she, she, you get Ellie. And throughout the course of the journey, and of course, and originally, Joel sees her very much as just like, he's a smuggler at this point in mm-hmm. his life. And he sees her more as just like, she's cargo. I have to deliver her. I have to get her to where I need to be. I'll get paid. I'll get my reward, whatever. And I move on. I don't care. But throughout their journey and the ups and downs and the twists and turns that come through it, she they become very close. You would say he she becomes his second daughter, and he starts to view her in that way, in, the, in that light. And so they finally make it to Salt Lake City, and they are attacked by a huge horde of the of the infected. And Ellie is Ellie is injured, knocked unconscious, but and everything. And then, and as is Joel, and right at the last second, when all hope seems lost, the fireflies rescue them. And they, t- and Joel wakes up in the ho- in not the hotel, the hospital. Oh, Ooh, nice, luxurious. Wakes up in the hospital, <laughs> and is that, and, and you see that is the lady, the Firefly leader who first gave you Ellie in Boston. She's now at this hospital, and she's talking to you, and like, hey, you know, thanks so much. Like, I can't believe you've ma- you were able to make this journey. This is great. This is going to do a lot of great good things for us, and you know, we'll be able to make this make a cure. And Joel is like, well, I want to see her. And she's like, well, you can't, it's, you know, you've got, she's being prepped for surgery. They have to remove the, the, uh, mutated fungus from her to be able to make the cure. And Joel's like, well, wait, it grows around her brain. And she's like, yeah. And so basically it comes out. The only way to make this cure is Ellie has to die. Mm. And Joel is not having it because he is, here he is. This virus took from him, his real daughter. Yes. You know, 20 years ago, and he made him a bitter human being, but now he's found this new chance of having like a, a second child. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, over the course of this game, you like, you, their bond grows and is super strong, and you feel it in Joel. And you're just like, Joel's like, no, and like selfishly, Joel's like, no, this can't happen. I don't know if I want to hear the rest. <laughs> I'm so curious. Well, you can stop now. Continue. Okay. I'm giving you every ounce. I know. This is going <laughs> to ruin the game. <laughs> And so Joel, so Joel's like, well, I can't, I can't have that. And Marlene's basically like, well, tough shit. Yeah. Like it's going to have to happen because the world is here. And so she tells the firefly guard to take Joel away. Joel breaks free and he goes on a rampage through the hotel trying to get to Ellie before they start cutting into her brain. Yeah. Hospital. Maybe it should be a hotel. (laughs) Maybe it should be the, the hospital to go rescue Ellie. He gets into the, the room right before they start operating on her, a doctor tries to stop her. He kills the stop him. He kills that doctor. Oh wow! And then like whoa, takes <laughs> takes Ellie and is just like it's unethical. I'm not getting. I'm like I'm getting. She's unconscious. She doesn't know any of this is yeah. happening. And he takes her out of the out of the operating room and gets able is to able to get away to the parking garage. And there is confronted by Marlene, who's holding a pistol at him. Is like, look, you still have a choice. You can make this right. And he's, but he's just like, no, I can't. Like, it's Ellie. I can't mm-hmm. sacrifice Ellie and lose this again. Mm-hmm. And and all. And she's like, you know, it's good. You know, you still have have the chance to do the right thing. You can get away from this. And Joel shoots her. Whoa! So like at this point, he's burned his bridges. Oh, he doesn't shoot Ellie. He shoots Marlene. Yeah, for I clarification. Know. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, still a big statement. Shoots her. 
and then it cuts right then. Like you hear a gun go off and Marlene react. And then it cuts to a Joel's in the car, in the truck driving away. You don't know if he has Ellie. You don't see Ellie. Mm-hmm. And he goes along and then, and then you do see in the back, Ellie wakes up. So, you know, he did actually go through with taking her and they get away and they're walking to, to go to the settlement where they're going to you know live. And Ellie and Joel tells Ellie that he says, Hey, like, Oh, it turns out they didn't need you. There are like a dozen other people who are immune to this. So they didn't right. need you to make the, to make this cure. And she's like, Oh, okay. And right before you go into the settlement, she tells you that before Joel found her and all that stuff and started this journey, she had her, her best friend, this girl, Riley. And, you know, they were kind of like living on their own, doing this, doing their whole thing. And they both got bit at the same time. Like they were attacked and bit by the mm-hmm. same time. And so, you know, Ellie watched her best friend die and everything. And then she didn't die. And so she says, basically, she's like, I'm waiting for my turn. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like wanting her way to be able to give back. And she wants, so she wants, so Joel realizes Having given the chance, Ellie would have chosen to die mm. to make this cure. And so she, Ellie looks at Joel and just says, so just promise me that everything that we've done was worth it and we've done all we could. And Joel says, I promise. Then goes to Ellie <sighs> and she goes to Ellie and she says, okay, cut to black credits. Wow. Roll. Oh my God. Really good. Man. Like, I hope you guys can still go play this or at least watch. There's yeah. a, like, no, I, I, I'd much rather play it. Yeah. <laughs> you will have the opportunity at some point, I'm sure. We will figure, out a, way, we will figure out a way to get you to play this game. But, yeah. oh my God. Wow. Like, the game, the credits are rolling, the music's playing, and I just sat there. Yeah. Just stunned. That's such a good ending. Just couldn't. I had to process it. I just sat there, let the credits roll in the dark in the dark room. Did you also have to go outside and cry? I teared I up a little bit. I not bet. gonna lie, I bet. I re rewatching the really? in, the <laughs> video, the the gameplay footage of it, and the rewatching that scene, and it was just like it all hit back, and I was like, "Holy <sighs> crap!" So good. It's so good. So many like it was, conundrums in like the last minute. It's it's ridiculous <laughs> how like how much I've never. It had to be my so number one, and I'm choices. sorry if this ruins it for someone, but you were warned. But I could Dude, not. In good hair warning. I could not. I could not not include that from my list because it is my number one gaming moment nice. of how that. Game Very is. well done. Very well said. Mine does not match that emotionally <laughs> oh, on, at Jack. all. Mine is just uh, more for me. It was great kind of thing, and it wasn't structured great. Well, I guess it kind of was. Mine comes from a game that probably well, I will have to can de- cease and desist from talking about. Maybe like The Last of Us, and maybe like You're running Man out, too. buddy. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's probably Halo Two, but right? It is Halo Two. <laughs> okay, it is totally Halo Two. Um, you got to switch to like the ODST or something. <sighs> wow, ODST has some great moments. It does. It has a great a soundtrack. The, the, oh, excellent soundtrack. The atmosphere oh my god! And ODST. I don't know anything about that game other than the soundtrack. And that soundtrack, to the soundtrack is rock solid. It is so good. That's, so good. that's like a, a, a film noir. It's just oh, like it really rain. is. It's so good. And jazz, yeah, <laughs> really, really good. Wow, I switched Saxophone. my answer. Saxophone, know those grunts. Um, mine is from Halo Two, and it's towards the the beginning. Uh, if if I'll I'll start back at the beginning from Halo One, and and uh, essentially Halo One never Earth is mentioned many times. So is uh, Reach, where it's where basically that's where you're fleeing from at the beginning of Halo One. You're running away from the planet Reach, which is a human colonized planet and right. it's destroyed. It gets totally destroyed. 
And, I, you know, coincidentally, that, not coincidentally, but that is what the game Halo Reach is about. I don't know if you, Ooh, if you've, it's fun. Okay. Halo Reach is a I great really one. Like I did I would, not know yeah. that. So, and, and, and the whole tagline for Reach was Reach Will Fall. Like I thought you it knew, was like a metaphorical Reach. <laughs> you knew at the beginning what the end result was going to be. Everyone was going to agree. And that's why, and that's okay. actually shit, man. Oh. That, that ending of that Halo ending Reach was is excellent. really good. Oh. Fuck. I should talk about the ending of Halo Reach because that's a really, really good ending. I'll mention it as... Uh, Basically, the very, very ending before the credits roll is you just just getting overrun by Covenant, and yep. it's really it's kind of fun. It's a last. It's like almost a, a bonus mission, like a last stand. You, Pretty you, much, you will always die though. You can uh. you can survive somewhat longer than like the previous time, but you always go down. But yeah. it's for like the good of getting Master like that's, Chief that's out that's of there. Its own kind of fun it to is. know that Shit. you're doomed, Halo but Reach to keep trying. I'll talk. I'll come back to Halo Reach <laughs> as an ending as some other memorable moments because I'm pretty sure we could do another top three oh, memorable yeah, we moments. Could. There's so many. God, that's good. And everyone's, <laughs> everyone's sacrificing themselves left and right during that game. There's so, so many great sacrifices. It's uh, unbelievable. Um, this comes so so Halo One Reach is mentioned, Earth is mentioned, but you're never fighting near or around it. You're always at um, the Halo Ring or uh, moving back to maybe I think where does uh, maybe I think it's always the Halo Ring actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, the whole Halo One takes place in the Halo Ring. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. And <laughs> uh, Halo Two. So what was a big thing? It was at least for me and at least my friends and I, probably the majority of the community was this idea of Earth because we knew Earth was there and we always wanted to be like, oh, what was it? What would it be like to fight on Earth? And that's really what Halo Two promised on. They said we're going to bring the fight back home. You, you did Halo One. Everything is smoothed over for now. It's at the end of Halo One. You realize it's just Master Chief says it's only getting started, which is a really great kind of thing to say at the end of the game <laughs> gets you really excited <laughs> yeah and halo 2 sort of begins even though it's cutting back and forth between the covenant and the humans and like what each kind of people are doing for the the humans for the unsc the military that's surrounding the planet earth in the defense mode they're kind of celebrating the accomplishments of master chief and sergeant johnson and it's a really There's nice so moment. many accomplishments <laughs> oh he saved us plenty of times that's a year-long party <laughs> <laughs> oh it is and uh but they are cut short. Covenant fleet enters through slip space, Aww. totally surrounds Earth, plus the UNSC uh, forces. So many of the ships get destroyed outside your window. That's a really great moment, what too. You're, you're kind of walking through with your gun, and you can look out the window, and just explosion, explosion, yeah. of all these UNSC ships getting destroyed. And you're like, oh, fuck, these guys mean business. You know, they're not here to apologize <laughs> for, for what happened in Halo 1. They're here to take it one step further. And... You have a great moment where this is. I'm I'm going through great moments to get to the moment that I really enjoy. You have, all, you have a great moment where the chief they put the covenant put a bomb into the UNSC sh, UNSC ship that you happen to be in, and oh, your first an accomplishment mission. is to get to the bomb, defuse it, and you do. But chief is like, you know what? Let's turn the bomb back on. Open those doors. I'm going to give them their bomb back. And you're like, oh, what a fucking badass. And he totally does it, which is a really insane moment. Even for me, I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Like, she but is, it's awesome. He's flying through space with this bomb, and he puts it onto a Covenant ship, and then gets into the ship. Like, someone blasts open a door, and he goes yeah. through the ship, and he's in the middle. It's a beautiful cinematic. He's in the middle of this enormous core that's like... 
runs the the covenant ship and the bombs there and he presses off of it gently and drifts outside and oh, then, it's so good yeah it's so good it's so good and the ship blows up and it's just an unbelievable moment and then he lands on another UNSC ship <laughs> that's like going to earth and he lands on it and he gets it's inside super home, convenient yeah and so <laughs> that's where my great moment kind of comes in is the the next time you play as chief pretty much there's a mission that you're the arbiter then you come back and you're chief and you finally get to fight on planet earth and i don't know if it was just me or me and my friends but there was something so exciting about that i don't know why or how to explain it i think maybe because it was something that they really promised and they were like it's going to be great or it was because of this e3 demo that was amazing they had a really good e3 demo of people fighting on earth um but i don't know there's something about your it's your home territory and it's it's the what like i've said this before um the Halo franchise has done a really good job of making it feel like your back's against the wall. And when you're kind of pushed back into Earth and you see this Covenant ship that's over New Mombasa where you're fighting and where they're coming to, it's like, I don't know, it's per- it's re- it becomes really personal. And yeah. you have this... It's your home. It's your home. And you, you come and- into my house. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so uh, apart from being really excited to like fight on Earth and see exactly how the game does it just from like a gameplay mechanics, it's also... The, the way they set it up is one of my favorite cutscenes from any of the Halo games, but it's the it's three pelicans coming through, flying through New Mombasa, and in, in such Halo, great Halo fashion, the music is not loud and intense. It's very delicate and nice, and there's explosions kind of happening around you. They're almost timed to this violin that's playing. Mm-hmm. And I think you've... We've both listened to the Halo soundtrack plenty of times. I yeah. think it's called Delta Halo or New Mombasa. I can't I New Mombasa makes more sense, but I think it's Delta Halo. Okay. And it's a really beautiful track. It's really slow and it's kind of got a small piano keys here and there. It's nothing. It does not feel like you're about to fight a war, which is so cool. They right. they do a really good job with counterpoint music and you're flying through. There's two scouts like I advise we do not go in there. Uh, we should turn back. We should scrub the mission. And of course, Sergeant Johnson, your famous human sidekick. Well, I guess chief's human, but he's like a military human. Right. Is Fuck it, we're going in. And you're like, yes! And you get this kind of like feeling, and then a scarab pops out, shoots one of the... And the scarab, if you don't know, is this Covenant military vehicle. Oh, it's like a tank, marks. right? It's yeah, a no, tank that looks know. like a spider, and oh, it has a mouth huge. that blows out like Wait, does it look blue like steam. a scarab beetle? I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's got that six would make legs. A little more or four legs. Maybe four, four legs. I was say, spiders have four legs. Oh. Yeah, it's like kind of crawling around the city crushing stuff. Takes out one of the pelicans, and you get shot down as well. And that's when it starts. That's it's not like some safe landing into the safe zone to like let's form up and figure this stuff out. You get like shot into an alley and like six of your Marines are dead. <laughs> and you're going out and I would talk about the campaign mission as a whole, but I c I don't think that counts as a moment. Though the moment kind of leading up is is the is the real moment that I guess I've I've talked about. <laughs> and also you also, what Halo does so well, like I've said before, is this level of mystery. Mm-hmm. Why New Mombasa? Why here? Why has the prophet, why is the prophet of regret in that ship, and what's it doing here? And there's like a quote at the beginning where Keyes' daughter is, we don't know like why the ship's here, but we're going to ask the prophet. And like, it's like insinuating that we're going like, to kick his ass and right. totally get that, take that information from Code, him. Code, ask the prophet. Exactly. <laughs> like, what's going on? They've already like... The, the streets are littered with Covenant. You have to basically... There's no civilians, but you get the sense that like that's because they've all died or what mm, have you. Yeah. you know, you're, you're basically taking the city back from the Covenant that have already taken it. And Halo, it was, it was everything I wanted from Halo 2. 
in right. that specific mission. It had unbelievable uh, level design. It had great cinematics. It had there's a there's a point that you might remember. There's like eight jackals that are shooting through yep. this alleyway, and it's super difficult. It's sniper rifles, and it's everything's crumbling around you, but it's also so fun and exciting. It feels like you're fighting on a Halo ring or something. You know, it still feels like Halo, even though it's in this future or this this city on Earth. And the whole lead up, it was uh, one of my favorite all time Halo moments. Is the first time I was able to fight on Earth and really feel like I was making a difference. Yeah. Another thing Halo does really well: you make the difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. You as Master Chief. You as Master Chief. Turn the tide constantly. <laughs> yeah, that is you, your sole you are purpose. Like, it's not you and the Marines with you. It's no. just you. No, it's no, you. You're the X Factor, and you're constantly <laughs> called in. So it's just such an. And I just like I can't describe how much I love that cutscene of them going in. It's it's simple. It's nothing too crazy about it, you yeah. know, but it's 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 Halo in a nutshell for me. And the and that whole mission in the end and and everything that comes together, they they chase the uh prophet of regret through slip space as it's about to like backburn and blow up New Mombasa and they barely make it. It's just there's so many like nice. just barely barely make it moments which makes it so exciting. It's exciting. But, yeah. pounding. The whole mission of New Mombasa, Tense. but the lead up to it is just like I remember. I just remember how I felt, and I'll never forget that. You know, nice. so awesome. excited. But yeah, it doesn't have the emotional <laughs> punch <laughs> that The Last of Us, I suppose, has. <laughs> Maybe Reach. One day I'll talk about Reach it. is yeah. good. Reach, the the Reach. ending of Reach is very emotional. Reach is really good. Oh, the whole thing the whole is actually thing. Very everyone's emotional. just like, go on, go on. You know, they're like dying. Because <laughs> they understand what they have to do. <laughs> just the succession of yeah, go it really is. It's a domino effect. <laughs> yeah, those guys are doomed. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good ass game. Really good. But yes, yeah, so that's my number one. Okay. So bring it home for us, Mogan. So mine, so we had a beginning. So Levitz's death was really the kickoff for all of the remaining events in Legend of Dragoon. Then we had an end with Metroid Prime. End of the game. Close us out. This is a moment that's kind of right smack in the natural middle of the game. Okay. And you could almost call it a turning of the tides. Oh, and that's actually a really good pun that I made off the top of my head because the game is Wind Waker. Ah, and of course, you're on the great sea. There's tides on the sea. <laughs> Nicely I, done. I am so smart. <laughs> so, it's Wind Waker. It's not new. If anybody hasn't played it, that's cool, but I'm going to talk a lot about it forever. Eventually, <laughs> it's going to have to go into my vault, I we suppose. But we haven't, we haven't talked about this particular middle moment, which is really... It's one of the most iconic moments probably in any Zelda game for me. Like a lot of the others, they are jam-packed with iconic gaming moments. But yeah. this is one that has stayed with me for the longest time. So you are on the Great Sea. Your Link, there's cel-shaded graphics. The game has very much had a light-hearted, almost goofy tone. So even though you have this overbearing need of, oh, we're trying to save the world, Ganondorf's out and about, you know all of this, we have to basically save everyone from evil and doom. So to do that, you have to get the Master Sword. So you have to have your magical sword that can banish evil or whatever, and to do that, you have to go to a place called the Tower of the Gods. Mm. And the Tower of the Gods is not initially on your map. There's every square of your map contains a single island. None of them contain more than one. And I think there's, what is it? It's a five by five? Or is it the six by six? There might be 36 total squares. Or 25, I forget. It doesn't matter. So there's okay. only, you can sail around very easily to all the squares before you actually have a reason to be there. And you can add them to your map. But there's one square kind of right in the middle 
there's nothing there. It's just empty ocean. And you're like, what's supposed to go here? But surrounding it in the adjacent grid are three corresponding islands called the Triangle Islands. They're very small. They're just little triangle-shaped islands. And in the beginning, they each have this really kind of derpy-looking statue, (laughs) almost like a potato person. Like, you look at it and you're like, this thing's weird. And at first, there's nothing you can do with them. But leading up to the Tower of the Gods, you have to go and collect the Pearls of the Goddess. The Pearls of the Goddesses. So Din, Nehru, Farore, they are the golden goddesses of the Zelda series. Everyone should know them by this point. Just everyone. All people. You included, Zach. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. And I, you, I'm Jared, familiar. Jared, I'm, you should know. I know who they are. <laughs> so, right, so you're this. collecting up these pearls, and once you get all three, it's like, okay, now we can access the Tower of the Gods. And guiding you through all of this is your boat. Your boat that's like the king of red lions. So he's a talking boat. He'll turn his head around to talk to you, but he has like no arms and legs. He's a boat. So he's like, okay, now we're going to go place the pearls in their statues. So each of these statues has the symbol of the goddess on its corresponding forehead. So you go around, you place these pearls in the hands of these really derpy looking statues. (laughs) And at first nothing happens, but then they start to radiate with this pulsing glow. And so you place the first one and you're like, okay, This is all right. Nothing immediately happens. You go to the next island. You place the next one. Starts radiating with its glowing. You can do these in any order, by the way. So you can change the actual cutscene by changing the order. Okay. You get to the last triangle island. So threes are obviously a big thing in the Zelda series. So you get to the last, the third triangle island. I always make sure that it's uh, Nehru, the blue stone. She's my favorite. So you place the last pearl in the last statue's hands. And it starts glowing. And it kind of makes a bit of a cutscene, not like a big one, but just a little small one. And so the pearl starts glowing and then kind of does this, like you can tell it's building up this mm. big noise and Link freaks out and he actually like slings himself off to the side because he thinks it's going to explode. And it reaches the climax of the sound and nothing seems to happen. And so Link is like, what? And so like he climbs back up to look right, the statue right in the face, and it explodes and slings Link way, way back into oblivion. And you can see, so Link is off screen now, he's gone, but you can still see the statue. And suddenly it's this beautiful crystalline, either red, green, or uh, blue statue of the goddess herself. So for Nehru, her design is really cool. She's got these like cool fin things on her head. She's got beautiful long hair. And so like she's got the pearl in her hands kind of right in front of her chest. And then she raises her hands up and a light shoots out from your pearl to the next island. And then the next statue explodes when the lights hit when the light hits it. And it's the next statue, and it's the next goddess Ferrore, and she raises her pearl to the sky, and then the mm. next light shoots out of hers to the next statue, and it explodes into the last goddess, Din, and she raises up her pearl, and they combine to make this triad. And in the middle of the triad is the empty square where nothing is. And rising out of the depths, Ooh. a behemoth from the bottom of the ocean. <sighs> is this just iconic tower, which is the Tower of the Gods. It's just this straight, just megalithic structure. You really get the sense this building is freaking huge, significantly bigger. Like on the actual map, if you compare the size of the Tower of the Mm -hmm. Gods to the other islands, it's one of the biggest ones. It's massive. So it rises up out of the depths. There's water cascading off of it. And like the music is almost very 
subtle and kind of heavy feeling. And so it rises up, and then Link, out of the sky, smacks right into the side of it. He's just like, <laughs> boom! <awesome. laughs> he smacks right into the well, side of convenient. the tower. Like, arms of splay. Yeah, it's like a little bit humor. of humor. It was feeling very, very heavy at the mm-hmm. time. And you can actually do this day or night. So if you do it at night, it's even a little bit more scary. So it just like Link is smacked in the side of the tower. He falls off, and the music is like. <laughs> so he splashes down into the water below, and the King of Red Lions shows up, and he looks at Link like, "Come on, man, get it together, pick yourself up." <laughs> and so Link like gets back in the boat, and then you do the dungeon, which is the Tower of the Gods. So this is all building up to the actual moment I'm going to talk about. So the Tower of the Gods, as an actual dungeon, is fantastic. The puzzles are really good. You get to use a thing called the Command Melody, which allows you to. Uh, possess certain types of statues. It's really fun. Has this overbearing feeling of lost technology. Like you look around and it's really kind of almost techie in a sense, but kind of like how we look back at ancient technologies from the Aztec mm-hmm. or the Mayans or something. You're like, they had some ideas. Right. Something was cool. going on yeah. here. Something yeah. was happening. And so you beat the final boss, a really fun battle. And right after you beat him, this beam of light descends from the ceiling which is the very top of the tower everything kind of goes quiet like you get the heart tank and then everything kind of chills back out and you're transported to the top of the tower it's dead silent no music and right above you up this ladder so the tower of the god itself is totally white it's like just white gray plain stone you're in this walled courtyard at the very top of the tower right in the middle is a bell a giant golden bell with just a single ladder and you just climb up this ladder in total silence and you can like see into the sky above because it's really steep. You feel like you're touching the heavens. It's the tower of the gods. And you go to the bell and you use your grappling hook to sling onto it and it's Link swinging back and forth as his own pendulum to ring this bell. And it's just like... And just the... Like it pans out to like the vast seas and you hear this ringing of the bell and it's so somber and it just like hits me right in the feels. It gets me every time. (laughs) And way down below, you see this ring of light kind of appear in the water at the base of the Tower of the Gods. And without anything, and nobody says anything, nothing really happens, but Link is all of a sudden back down in the boat in the King of Red Lions they very quietly sail into the middle of this golden ring and just sink down into the waves. And that's how you enter ancient, ruined Hyrule, sunken beneath the waves of time, frozen in time. That's cool. And it's the turning point of the game, and it's just like the whole thing, the bell, the tower, the drama, Mm -hmm. the smacking against the side of the tower. It's it's one of my favorite sequences in any game. I love it to death. Number one, baby. Very nice. That's awesome. We should just end. (sighs) Done. Credits. (laughs) Credits roll. Man, you guys had fucking good ones. Well, yeah. these were all good. These were good too. I never. I wish I should have done Reach. I regretted. Reach was good. Reach was the fall of Reach. One. Damn it. We should, the, that next is a time, good one. Next time. Next time. I've got plenty time. of others. Some of them. I'm an emotional person. Yes. That's an emotional part yeah, of the game. Yeah. I'll have to think about that one. But yeah. So very well done. Very, nice very well said, both of y'all. Nice this is a great. This yes. is a great topic. Heavy. Heavy. Feeling a lot of emotions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
I, did, I know when we were preparing this and I, I went through and did the research and like rewatched these scenes that I talked about in mine, especially after like, the last one, oh. I, te- I texted them both. And I was just like, oh my God, so many feels now. At first he was like, I don't know if I've got enough. Yeah, guys. And then know. later he was like, psych. And he was just like, oh, okay, Karen. I thought of them and now I feel everything. <laughs> But thank you for sticking with us through this topic. I know it was a little bit of a longer one. Again, if, and I know we got a couple more questions that uh, we're just not going to have time I, I to got, get to. I got questions as we recorded. Yes. So we I got will hit those questions. Oh, wow. That's cool. I was getting texted oh, questions. They didn't even know I was recording. Either. Next time, we will hit sewed. those up next episode. Right, I'll save it. I'll save it. And Q we will get to those next time. But until next time, oh, wait, not yet. Again, remember, you can send us your those questions. Oh, you almost it's went part of the it. thing. Yeah, they need to know. It's, they need to know how to get a hold of us, damn it. <laughs> Email us at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Team Chat Podcast. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Until next time, I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Peace out. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Later. See you all next time. <laughs>